0: welcome everyone to the lost lowdown podcast number eight with your hosts claude and justin hi everybody we're back we won't leave because there's mysteries left to be solved and um all that good stuff indeed so what have you been up to justin oh not much um but enough about me
1: uh Let's talk about Lost.
0: Lost, you know, that's that's a good idea. Let's talk about Lost because this is part three, uh, and by three I mean four. Right. <laughs> of our season uh, one retrospective. Uh, so in this podcast we'll be discussing episodes 16 through 20, which is what I like to call the fourth, fifth of um, Lost. Lost. Mm, season one or if you're season in england one. series one. one oh series one i think series is better but well I don't yeah know. episode 16 outlaws especially
1: in season, seasons stretch across two seasons anyway episode 16
0: episode 16 outlaws i'll <laughs> just read the handy dandy synopsis from the season one booklet
1: yes read along at home Read along
0: at home if you have it, and uh, everyone should have this because um, it's a good DVD set. Indeed. So, in the middle of the night, a wild boar steals the tarp that Sawyer has been using for his roof. Sawyer enlists Kate to help him track down the boar, but she takes advantage of his situation by asking for something in return. That Kate. While Kate and Sawyer hunt down the animal... Charlie's strange behavior causes Hurley to suspect he's suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, so far in reading these synopses, I have to say they picked the most boring things to
1: talk about in the episodes.
0: <laughs> oh. Uh, there's a lot more interesting things going on in this in this episode than uh, than Charlie having post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh. Um, and that's one of the things we'll get into right now. So um, uh, let's go. Okay. So first, uh, I think we we we've been doing this thing sort of non uh, non formally, where where we talk about the title, what the title episode means in terms of the episode. Yeah. Outlaws. I have an idea what it means. Do you do you have? Would you like to venture a guess as to how the
1: title relates to the episode? Um, oh boy, putting me on the spot there. I hadn't really thought about it. Uh, oh,
0: folks, look at that. He's all bashful.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, outlaws, yeah. It helps that it's plural. Yeah, I know. That that makes it different. I would say something obvious, you know, if it were outlaw. Well, there's a line, I didn't really know
0: exactly what it meant because it is plural. Obviously outlaws should be Sawyer, right? I, I would think okay, it's plural, so it's like, okay, well, that's interesting. it's outlaws. And then there's a line in this um, episode that Sawyer says to Kate and when they're playing the little the little game the little drinking game mm-hmm which I could have watched like another hour of that. I love the I love that game. It was very fun watching them play that uh, play I never. Yeah, um, I know. It's a scene I
1: really want to hate, but um, yeah,
0: it was it was just interesting watching it, because I don't know. You really get some good character stuff out of that. Yeah, and you don't have to worry with like with like it, you, all you get is the is what the good stuff. You know, you don't have to watch a you know a whole flashback or anything like right.
1: that. Right. But uh, and it anyway. turns like it turns really ridiculous. Like I've never been trapped on an island and said that I wanted to do this, but I really wanted to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta drink. When you get that Um, specific, uh, I'm sure you've never done that. um,
0: Anyway, the line that that helped me think about, helped me figure out what this episode was about was, Sawyer says, look, we do have something in common. We both don't belong. So I think Outlaws refers to Sawyer and Kate. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It does. Oh, dear. I
1: forgot about i forgot about k being an outlaw she's so, an outlaw she's on the run so easy to forget because she has a heart of gold but well i think her heart's
0: her heart's bronze at best yeah okay um so where to start where to start um
1: where to start i don't know um where do you want to start uh where do I want to start? Uh... <laughs> well, okay. Oh, let's start go with.
0: Ahead. Oh, sorry. There's a, a a couple things. Now, unfortunately, I had a I, I was listening to our podcast number seven, mm-hmm. and I was listening to the and and hearing us discuss those episodes actually allowed me to formulate a, a new theory. About what's going on, particularly with Locke, but in terms of the others on the island. Mm-hmm. And I wrote them all down on a piece of paper that has since disappeared. Mm, good. Uh, much like Walt. Ooh. And, um, although I guess he's back now. Yeah. Um, sort of. of. Um, anyway, my point being, uh, one of the things I wrote down was about Ethan. So, in our last, I think it was our last podcast. Yeah. One before, maybe. We, we, we didn't remember... Uh, what happened to Ethan's body after Charlie shot him. Right. And of course, in this episode, they address that as they do quickly. Yeah. And with uh, with with little... Fanfare. Yeah. So basically, it's the scene Hurley and Charlie are burying Ethan, basically. One of the interesting things I wanted to note was that, you know, of course... You know, in this scene, the person playing Ethan is is a is a real life human being, and so you can see him breathing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was breathing very sort of apparently, and uh, I, I it just stuck in my head when Harley says like he he referenced the fact that Ethan is a zombie or something like that. Like he's yeah. just gonna come he's gonna come back alive any second now. Right. And I thought that, that was strange that he said that seeing his how you could see Ethan's body like breathing. Yeah. Um, the other thing I thought that was interesting was, obviously, the fact that Ethan was shot four times. Oh, good, good. Four times. Good Thank you very much. Okay. I'm just going to say it. I don't have a lot of evidence. I think Ethan is still alive. I think we will see him again. Really? I hate to say it, because I barely believe it, but I think we're going to see Ethan again. Now, how or why... I you know it really goes to what Hurley said. I think that little comment he made about Ethan coming back. I I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money on that one.
1: Do you think he's gonna be like a like a zombie or do you think he's just um, invincible or he he the bullets didn't really kill him or
0: uh, any of that's fine with me. I mean I
1: don't think he's gonna be a zombie. That just seems too. I don't silly. think he's gonna be a
0: zombie. What if uh. What if Ethan was Smoky? Oh God! Yeah, no, I don't like
1: that. I don't either.
0: I don't know, man. We'll he's he's an other.
1: I mean, we've seen him. We've seen him as an other. I wouldn't believe one of the others was Smoky. That just seems too too. Yeah, but but
0: maybe sometimes
1: it's Smoky. No, I don't buy that. I, I'll anyway. buy that he could be he could be supernatural, and that might be an explanation for why he'd come back. But I don't think he's going to come back. Well, if he comes back, I said it first. Okay, good point. Good point. <laughs> um,
0: I'm okay. not not good
1: point, but never mind. I know you it's know. not a point, but yeah, it's whatever. not a point. Yeah. So your turn. Okay. Um, one quick thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, this situation with this bullar, like. You know. I got yeah. There's some stuff about the boar. Yeah. Well, we we definitely want to get into what it's about and all that. But I just wanted to point out as far as repetition in the show, it mm-hmm. really reminded me of that scene from season two or that not scene but plot from season the two frog with, with the frog. Yeah. Of course. Where the frog bothers him and he goes to kill the frog, but in season two, of course, he actually kills it. In this episode, he doesn't. But it just seemed like almost the same plot. So it, it was
0: very very similar.
1: Yeah. So anyway, we we've been pointing out stuff that they've kind of recycled, and uh, yeah. that seemed like an example of that. Um, not much to say about that. Um, let's see. I I mean, yeah, I have other stuff. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Is that the right place? I guess we should wait on this other stuff. I think you can go now. Okay. Well, the the in
0: the towards the beginning of the episode, we get a very interesting scene when Sawyer hears the whispering. And and if you ha- if you if you listen closely or had your captions on, the whispers are sort of inaudible or, or, or I should say unintelligible. Um, and then towards the end of them whispering, you hear the phrase "It'll come back around." Now that was now you hear Sawyer hears that twice in this episode, two separate times. And it's, I think that's very interesting because that's the only time that we got a chance to hear what the whispers have said, or were saying, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, out of these two seasons. So I think it's interesting that, and, and actually the fact that Sawyer could understand it too. He heard what they said. Yeah. So I thought that was really weird. Uh, you know, I, I, I wonder, now obviously, you know, you think about what that phrase could mean and Sawyer has a, you know, bad history and... And karma is not his friend. And that's that's what it makes me think, that sort of all the bad things he's done is going to come back to get him, or he's going to be judged for them. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think of the end of season two, when the others take him. Mm. You know, so it's like, they know what he's done, and now is the time that he's going to pay for it, or, or have to defend his actions or something like that okay so I thought it was interesting you know if the if the whispering is from the others which is what we've all sort of believed or have been made to believe then it seems like they they obviously know about his past right and um, which again has to sort of go to the telepathy angle right yeah
1: I mean it just it reminds me of the issue of of how they how they knew their names and stuff later yeah. you know without nicknames like I guess if they can know something as obscure as what this guy said before, you know, before he died, then they can certainly know, uh, you know, stuff like their real names. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that, you know, that's what you find out, of course, at the end of the episode when he shoots the guy who he thinks is the real Sawyer who, you know, conned his parents uh, and you know he's about to die, and he says that he'll come back around, and that's where the that's where it comes from.
0: I like to call that guy Foyer. Oh, that's perfect. Or, should I say Foyer? Oh, yeah,
1: Sorry, that's Fire. Possibly better.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah. And actually, while you were explaining that, I, I, I guess one of the possibilities, just as probably likely as anything else, is that um, well, maybe a little less likely. Is that uh, Fire is another now? Like maybe he survived the shooting.
2: I mean, oh, if, oh, okay. You wow. see what I mean? Like that if took me you know, it,
0: it's the same phrase. You know that this guy said. So I guess you got to put that uh, that theory in there too. That he could be on the island now. Uh uh-huh. I don't
1: buy it, but hey, it's happened before. So Yeah, that's true. Not with the others, though.
0: No, with that's the others.
1: One, there, we haven't seen an other off the island yet. We've seen uh, Calvin, uh, but he he wasn't an other. At least he certainly didn't appear to be. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, as far as the others being off-island, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I may or may not have some information on that coming up at the end in the spoiler section.
0: Oh, jeez. Just as
1: a tease for those of you who are like to be teased um
0: still a tease for those who don't like to be teased
1: so i was thinking that i was thinking that so so what about the boar like he oh here's i've
0: got some stuff about the boar it
1: seems like the boar like leads him into the whispers um mm-hmm. and it made me wonder if there was you know some sort of connection i guess between uh the boar and the whispers um so so, what's uh, so what's your thing with the boar?
0: Okay, I think the whole situation with the boar is the same thing that Boone had to go through with with giving up Shannon. The same thing Charlie had to go through with giving up heroin. I think this boar was an attempt by I'm going to say the island in quotes, yeah, or maybe the others specifically, to to to, to allow Sawyer to sort of. Give give someone, or in this case, something that has done him wrong, uh, sort of a free pass, or to forgive them. You know, I think it, I think it has to do with letting go in the past. And let me tell you why. I think it really the whole thing with the boar really congeals when Sawyer has the dream, and he's basically sort of a flashback of when he was a kid. and right. His dad comes in and kills, you know, kills his mother and then shoots himself. Right. But it, but it's a boar instead of his dad in the dream. Right. And I think that obviously that the symbolism there is the Boar is representing his dad you know is representing his past is representing sort of the the pain in his life type thing right
1: definitely
0: so I think I think it's sort of basically by giving this by giving Sawyer a chance to you know not kill the boar which is what he does you know he doesn't kill it, it, right. it, it it's sort of I think having him let go of the past you know. Because he sort of had to be the bigger person, like you know, obviously when the boar screwed him over, like he was just after the boar, after the boar, ready to kill it, ready to kill it, and then you know by the end of this whole ordeal, he sort of says, "Oh, it's just a boar," you know, and sort of lets it go. Right. Um, so I I think that's what that's about. I think it's I think it's a it's a test by the island um, to see, you know, I mean. When this fir- show first started, you know, a lot of people were saying that everyone was in purgatory, and uh, you know, because they were all bad, and and then they were going to get the chance, you know, the, the island was going to see if they could be good, blah blah blah. And I don't really buy that, of course, but it does seem like a lot of people have been have been tested in certain ways. Um, basically, you know, bad people have been tested to see if they can be good, type thing. Right And this I think this was Sawyer's test Yeah Now Like you said He did the same thing With the frog And he killed the frog Yeah So I don't know What that was about I mean that well, I remember watching that In season two And that just seemed Like a waste of time it, I agree That, that whole storyline Was just ridiculous But I thought It was interesting That in this In this um, episode He doesn't kill the boar But then later He kills the frog Yeah And the frog has Sort of did less to him Than the boar does. Right I don't know I've got a corollary theory About the boar Um, I think that You mean an alternate theory? No I mean a corollary Okay I think I mean corollary I'll decide when I hear Well that the others Slash the island Is controlling the boar Uh, The boar My theory is that the boar is not under its own free will I see. Uh, someone is specifically controlling it uh, for this test or whatever. Yeah. And then my and then the and then the, the tertiary part of this is that the boar is smoky. Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. I see. So was 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 that a corollary? I wouldn't say it's a corollary. A corollary should be something that follows from the main theory. It does. Okay. All right. Okay. I, mm, okay.
0: Well, I said I said the boar was testing Sawyer, and then I said, you know, the boar was under the island's control. I think it follows because a boar should naturally
1: do those things. Right I, now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. I agree. I'm, cool. I, I wasn't. Yeah.
0: I'm magnanimous in victory.
1: You have my corollary serial of approval.
0: Ding. So that's all I have about the boar, unless that, you had some other stuff. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what I had written down. Because um, I remember you told me off podcast that you thought you had a theory with the boar. I watched the episode and tried to think about what it could be. And that's exactly what I came up with, that the, that the island was testing him or helping him to work through his problems the yeah. same same way it did with uh, Boone. and uh, And I guess Charlie, too. And really, you know, Locke and uh, other people. Yeah, Jack you know what's and... funny is now I was just thinking about
0: this instead of listening to what you were saying. Of course, um, I was thinking, okay, who else has been tested on this goddamn island? And I think uh, Son and Jen might be tested with this baby. Yeah. Okay. I Good. think you know that you know their sort of relationship being a big problem, and I think uh, I got something to talk about that, but. Um, yeah, I thought it was, I was just thinking about the baby and I was saying, well, what if that's the island's way of sort of, you know, it's basically like what happened with Locke. Like, hey, we'll give you, you know, we'll, we'll perform this miracle for you Mm -hmm. and then sort of either expect something in return or there, or there's some purpose for it. But basically, you know, now that son is pregnant, now we're going to see, you know, it's sort of, I mean, it's not necessarily a test in the traditional sense, but it's the same sort of thing that happened to Locke, you know? Right. Um... And I mean, who else has been tested on this? Thing? They sort
1: of like give them something and then see how they yeah. see what they do
0: with it. Hmm.
1: I mean, that's sort of what happened to Charlie too.
0: I mean, he basically Locke helped him get over the heroin, right? And then he had to like part two of the test when the heroin came back, and he right. had to, he had to sort of not do it
1: because you know, I mean, when he quit originally, Locke was like, "Well, you're going to run out anyway," so. You know, he really didn't have a choice. I mean, he made it his choice, but in a in a, in a larger sense, he didn't have a choice because he really would have run out yeah. eventually. It's
0: like, either quit now or, it, you know, and make it, you know, it was my choice
1: to quit or quit later when you don't have a choice, right. really. Just because you run out. But then the plane makes it where it he has an essentially unlimited supply, so it really has to be his choice. Yeah. Because it's... I mean it's free and it's you know plentiful and so yeah uh yeah and that seems that seems like it's that seems like it's tempting him or something that seems a mm. little different from the other things but uh it's all
0: a little bit i mean then
1: it, it's all a little all a little bit
0: different for every it seems like every person has a, a little bit different yeah um
1: yeah but i think i think there's something with the island testing people i don't think it's purgatory uh,
0: I don't think it's Purgatory either. But it just comes up too much. I think uh, it's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh. Part two, the island version. <laughs> who Wants to Be a Survivor? Oh. Because it's yeah. Survivor Meets Millionaire. Okay. Yeah. I got a couple little small things to mention. I don't have a lot more on this episode. Okay. Um, I got a couple small, small things like Sawyer voted Republican. Oh,
1: you mean Democrat? Excuse me. He said he said I never voted Democrat and then he drank, which means he did. He
0: said he never voted Republican. No.
1: He said I never really? voted Democrat.
0: Yep. Wait, I'm confused now. He said I never voted Democrat and then he drank, which means he voted Democrat. Yeah.
1: Which means Kate voted Republican. Kate said, I never voted.
0: Ah.
1: Just going to okay, well, check the transcript. Sense. That makes more case. sense.
0: That makes more sense. I thought he said, I never voted Republican, but... Yeah, the, the
1: transcript says, I never voted Democrat. Well, there you go. And Kate says, I never voted, and yeah. Touché, Kate, touché. Um. The other
0: little thing was How does Kate know how to track That was never explained It's one thing to be an outlaw It's another thing to be a tracker
1: Oh she uh, she explained it in the All the best cowboys had daddy issues She said that her and her dad Used to go tracking deer In Oregon or something Oh that's right That's right Yeah. Uh, I wasn't watching that episode I didn't listen
0: Okay well, Okay <laughs>
1: I even I brought that up because that was the lead-in to her saying, "Anything you want to share, Jack?" And yeah, I forgot about that. The Flashback comes up. So yeah. Anyway, uh, that's supposedly how she knows how to track. Now, of course, you know, given hate's, hate, hate, given Kate's penchant for lying, uh, couldn't it could be that it's not true and that she just learned it being on the run or something? But, uh, but that's the explanation we have now. Okay, I forgot.
0: The other thing I thought was interesting is that, in the little sort of flashback for Jack, um, Jack, you know, when basically Jack turns his dad in, uh, because th- his dad was drinking on the job. Right. Uh, Jack turns decides to turn his dad in after he finds out the lady was pregnant. Yeah. Which is a baby thing. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to mention the baby thing. Yeah. Because, you know, Claire's baby, son's baby. Yeah. Baby, Locke baby, used, Lock used to be a baby. Yeah, so right. I think they all did actually. <laughs> used to
1: be. Wow, well, he still is.
0: Uh, Watch out, folks.
1: <laughs> all week. So okay. So I have small things too. Are you do you wanna do you have some more? Oh, I've got more. I wasn't done. Okay. So a couple more things.
0: Uh in the end, the little sort of scene towards the end in the bar with Jack's dad and uh, Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sort of realized that you know the scene in season two when he when Sawyer almost gets hit by the car because he's walking in the middle of the street. Right. Uh, that basically he had just come back from from uh, killing that guy. Oh uh, yeah, um, I guess so. Or wait, no, from, no, from from when he almost killed. Yeah, him he had come time. back from the from the aborted attempt. From the aborted attempt. So I thought that was an interesting piece in those pieces together.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, then there's this one weird part that's not sort of—I mean, it's not plot-wise, but it's just weird when Jack's dad is explaining when he's talking to Sawyer from across the bar, and he's talking about Australia. Mm-hmm. And when he goes, "You know why they call it Australia, don't you?" and he looks right into the camera when he says that, it's really creepy. Oh wow! I don't know if you noticed. He I looks. Didn't. Yeah, he looks right. He, I mean, he's he's sort of like looking from, I guess, from his right to his left where Sawyer is. Right. But he stops at the camera for a good half second, and it just freaked me out. It was so <laughs> weird. Because he's like, you know what they call it, I'll show you, don't you, Claude? Oh, god! Like, oh, God. Yeah, it was weird. You should go watch that. Everyone at home, go watch that part, and look how Jack's dad looks at the camera. Wow. Yeah, it's very strange. And that's all I got.
1: That's all you got? Wow. Okay. All right, so let fine. me run through my tiny things. Um so- the first thing I wanted to point out is, for those of you who have seen the movie Memento, um, the resolution of this plot with basically this this associate or former associate of Sawyer's sending him after this guy, telling him he's the real Sawyer and getting him to kill him, uh, really reminds me of what uh, What's-His-Name does in Memento, where he sends him after People that he keeps telling them, oh, they're this guy that you need to get, and he keeps killing people for him uh, by telling him he's the person he, you know, is looking for. Mm. Uh, it just seemed really similar uh, as far as uh, the goes.
0: Yeah, I you know I never uh, I never made that connection because I never thought that Joe Palapinto, whatever his name is, uh, was having. Uh, was 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 having him kill specific people. I just thought it was one. Of, I just thought from watching the movie that he was sort of sending him just this. You know, because like in this episode in, in the show in Lost, he had him kill that guy because that guy owed the other guy money. Right. And I never got that sense from Memento. Is that where you? Is that what you got from? I him, did. That he was, I did. Like he was I was having thought, him kill
1: specific people. I thought that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I never got that because Because the details of how he had to Sort of, you know, figure out who, who the person was on, You know, like he would send him in the right direction But he'd have to piece the clues together mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And things had to line up Like the license plate and all that stuff Had to line up, so you couldn't just say like in, like in Outlaws Hey, this is the guy, and give him a fake name And go kill him, like, there was a lot more involved So I just thought he was that Joe was or Teddy in the show in the, in the movie. He was he was the killer. He was the original killer, but he was just sort of, you know, having having uh, what's his name by his time by killing other people and but I didn't I never got I never thought that he was having him kill specific people that like would owe him money or that whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought it was the same thing. Like he was this criminal and basically found this guy and well, Sawyer doesn't have short term memory loss. So he, you know, so he's not going to have that situation where he has to figure things out constantly because he has memory. Uh, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but, uh, but I thought he, he realized this guy wants to go after this specific person who screwed him over, you know, killed his wife, I guess. Uh, and so I'll just keep telling him this guy is that guy, or leading him to to think that this guy is that guy, and he'll go kill him, you know, for me. And it just, you know, just that that setup. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just interpreted okay. it wrong. But the way no, I interpreted it is similar.
0: <laughs> Let's go back to Lost.
1: Yeah, back to Lost. Uh, so the next thing, uh, Kate's carte blanche. Uh, did she? I mean. Shouldn't she have? She it seems like she doesn't have it anymore.
0: Yeah, she forgot she got it. She
1: lost it pretty quick. Like, like seems like a couple episodes later, it's back to oh, can I please have it? No, you yeah, can't. She and,
0: forgot. She forgot because it's too easy. I think if she has Carl Blanche, anytime anybody needs anything, they'll just ask Kate to go get it.
1: Yeah, and I like to mention that Blanche means white, not blank.
0: But anyway.
1: Uh. Next... Well, I
0: think it's it's one of those translation things. It is, it is. The
1: check is is
0: blank because it's white. Yeah, I know, I know, but yeah,
1: I know. Um, oh, and then Jack's dad, uh, Jack's dad, gives horrible advice uh, in this episode. <laughs> what, is, what, what are you what are you referring to? Uh, well, you know, Sawyer tries to tries to go kill the guy. Can't quite do it. Then goes to the bar, and Jack's dad pretty much pushes him to do it. Oh, and uh, it just—I don't know. Every time he turns up to show to give advice, like it just seems like it's really, really awful advice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. He because he 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 gives the impression of being really wise or something, but his advice is really terrible.
0: No, he's not a really good dad. Like it, later, when like. <laughs> Jack is hesitant about getting married. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, Jack. You know, you're really good, but you just can't stick with anything."
1: Which basically makes Jack go marry her, yep. which was
0: a bad idea.
1: <laughs> That's. I was gonna bring that up later. I was gonna yeah. tie that back to this with Jack's dad giving bad advice again.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um... So I'm done with this episode. Episode seventeen dot 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 in translation. Uh, Which is weird, because on the DVD, it just says in translations, but when it's printed, it has the ellipses in front. Whatever. A mysterious arsonist destroys Michael's raft, and everyone's suspicions turn to Jin, whose inability to defend himself prompts him to flee into the jungle. Oh, is that why he leaves? Okay. I didn't think that's why he left.
1: I didn't think that's why he left either. These these descriptions always throw me. They say stuff like I never believed.
0: Okay. Okay. As the castaways hunt Jin down, Sun must decide the best way to protect her husband, even as she suspects that he may be guilty. Wow, there's so much more going on in this episode than that. Yeah, that was that's one plot line. Thanks, guys. Oh. Um. Yeah, I didn't think he. I didn't think he left because. Well, I thought he left because people people were going to think he did it, but I didn't think it was specifically because he felt like he couldn't defend himself. I
1: thought he left because he burned himself. I didn't think it was more complicated than that. No, not just because he
0: burned himself.
1: That's what why I thought. You... Like when she goes and you... finds him, he's like nursing his wounds. I well,
0: thought. yeah, he, he was nursing his wounds, but he was he was gone from the camp and stuff. Because
1: like the medical supplies were were in the cave. I just assume that's that's why he went. But he
0: left though. Like he still left after that. Oh,
1: okay, all
0: right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So. In translation, um, it's one of those titles when they'd like to do the, the, the show is called Lost, so they get to, like, make little jokes out of whatever the episode title is. Mm, Yes. Lost, dot, 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 in translation. Right. Right. I believe there's and found in season two. Ugh. So, luckily we only get one of those a season.
1: Yeah, thank God.
0: Uh... I don't know what season three is going to be. Lost dot dot dot. My mind. Oh, my wallet. Oh, so this episode is obviously son and Jen's BS. Right. Um,
1: we always have to have at least two of these a season.
0: Well, there's two of them. I there's a couple little things. I don't have a lot in this episode like at all. There's a couple little things um, that I thought was interesting so, basically, you know, I, we found out that um, they were in Australia because they were going to L.A. for their honeymoon. Um, oh, that's that.
1: not what I thought.
0: Well, well, I wrote that, but also he was delivering watches for, for um,
1: son's dad. I thought that's the only reason they went was the watches. I, they had that scene where it was like, we're not going on a honeymoon because I have to work. Yeah, but didn't he say.
0: But I thought he said something like, later, like, we'll have the honeymoon in LA or something. Really? Wow. Or maybe I wrote this down and then
1: later I found out I was wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was just the watches, I didn't think that was supposed to be a honeymoon. I mean, does that mean Sun was cutting out on her own honeymoon? Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I really didn't think that was supposed to be. I didn't think it was that close to them being married. I I thought, like, by the time they left, they had been married a while. Like, years, I think. Like, that hmm. couldn't have been a honeymoon, right? Because she, hmm. she learned English after she was married to him because she was going to run away and, like... Yeah, so they've been married years. I mean, it'd be weird if that was the honeymoon.
0: Hmm,
1: that's all I have to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think it was just the watches. He had to deliver. He had to deliver watches to associates in Sydney and Los Angeles. So, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, it's about... because
0: it's because. Yeah, yeah, here we go, here we go. She goes, he goes, he's, I have, he's like, I have to work. And she's like, what about our honeymoon? Because they have just gotten married. Mm-hmm. And he goes,. And and Jen's like You know I want to go It's just that right now I want to. I want your father To see him committed And she's like uh, He won't hold against you After all I'm his daughter Right And he, then he goes In six months After my management training Is all done mm-hmm. And she's sort of sad Right and, uh, and then he says I promise We'll have the honeymoon mm-hmm. We always dreamed of So I guess I just Put two and together That this was after That period And they were going to LA On their honeymoon That's I guess I just made that up Okay Okay
1: Yeah Um, I mean, if it is their honeymoon, it's much later than six months. Okay, I'll buy that. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's concrete evidence that it's not. I just...
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway. um, The other thing, when Jin goes to see his dad... Oh. And, and his dad And, and Jin says In a good world She would hate him Not me mm-hmm. And then Jin's father goes It is a good world And so they get this Good bad thing again Oh Yeah exactly Okay I didn't make That connection um, Oh and speaking of Jin And son <laughs> Since this is their episode Yeah um, I thought it was interesting In this episode We find out that Jin Was actually gonna stay In America yeah. Uh, to save his marriage. Right. So, son was actually going to, I mean, you know, if they if they didn't crash in the plane, you know, well, the original plan was son was going to leave, you know. Right. Basically, she would have left him right when he's committed to the marriage and is about to go to America to start a new life. Right. So, I thought that was sort of nice and, it was sort of, you know, tra- not that it happened, but it would have been nice and tragic. Right. Right
1: yeah like just in time for yeah. for her to run away, he decides to try to make it work yeah uh yeah no I, uh, I for somehow i I don't know I missed that the first time through that they were actually that he was actually gonna 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 run away and I guess what that's what that scene was about that like guy who comes up to him in the bathroom and starts speaking Korean and he's like, uh, we're watching you or whatever
0: exactly like
1: somehow they they figure out that he's planning to do this and i mean obviously they're not going to find him on the island but uh well it's sort of like you can't you can't run away um yeah so yeah i have i have a few things um okay uh i wanted to mention sun's line she just she gets me every time with this shit she just says and she says, uh, you don't know what he's capable of, uh, mm-hmm. re- referring to Jen, of course. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, I guess she doesn't either because he, I mean, from what we've seen, I mean, it's just like Kate. I mean, that's what the Marshall said about Kate. Uh, you don't know what she's capable of. And you know, what she's capable of is, you know, the nicest crime possible, <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. And she, it, hey hey hey, she might steal your briefcase. Oh
1: no. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a very yeah, god. Uh and, and and so come to find out, you know, in this episode that what Jin did that resulted in him being covered in blood was save a guy's life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sure he beat him up, but he basically had to better beat up and kill.
0: Well, it's all about perspective, and, well, there's two things, and it goes to what, what, what about Kate, too, is that, you know, the, the marshals say you don't know what she's capable of, and I always assumed that there was a lot more going on, that they had a longer history than what we've just seen in the episodes. Like, he, he's been chasing her for a long time, he's seen, you know, I always felt like she, she killed more people than just what we've seen in her efforts to escape, yeah. and that's what that line is referring That she'll basically do anything it takes you know, and it's not just work on some Australian person's farm, you know, like, that's, right. that doesn't count, you know. So the same thing with Jen, I think, like, Sun is saying you don't know what he's capable of partially because her husband came home with blood. I think she assumes, like we all did, that he killed somebody. Right. Um, so she's got that in his head that he's hes capable of killing someone.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so, I mean, I can see why she says that. It is a little inaccurate, but we just have the power... Of a uh, perspective because we know what he really did, right? Uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. It is—it's funny to say that when it's like all he did was like beat up a guy and whatever, and
1: yeah, and yeah. save his life. I mean, he but did...
0: but in the same token, like I was like my point was that I feel like over the years of them being married or whatever, Jen has done other things that maybe she knows a little bit about, yeah. Uh, and so we haven't necessarily seen them because obviously. He got more invested in in the job with hit with her father than what we've seen so far. Yeah, like he's he's gotta have done more jobs like that, and it, to the point where he's killed people.
1: Maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah, I, I'll give it that. We don't know everything, so it's possible. But it just seems like they want they want characters to seem really dangerous. But yeah. then when they show their stories, they don't. They want you to sympathize with them so they don't make them actually dangerous. They make them sort of, you know, uh, basically good people who get in situations where they have to do something bad.
0: Except Anna Lucia.
1: Except Anna Lucia. Well, okay. You're right. You're right.
0: (laughs) I mean, we we had a little bit of sympathy for, her, but I mean, she just killed the guy. I think I
1: feel like they expected us to sympathize with her. I just, I'll, I'll never, I'll never sympathize with her on that one. Oh, um, she's just was pregnant. It just doesn't. Yeah, sorry, sorry, bitch. That doesn't, that doesn't cut it for me. Um, oh,
0: an eye for an eye. Haven't you ever read the
1: Bible? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, your dad abuses your mom and whatever. Okay, you know you. You, you know this hitman's gonna kill the guy, so you beat him up so he won't, and you know this his family doesn't have to watch him get killed. Like okay, but so what's the difference? So basically, you don't sympathize
0: because you blame her for being in the situation. I do, I do. Okay. I blame her. But then how do you how do you sympathize with Kate for killing the man that's abusing her mother when it, her mother is putting herself in that situation? And there's there's a lot of other alternatives to to resolving that specific situation then killing the guy. Yeah. But you don't do you not factor that in to your to your sympathy quotient? I mean, she could have done a lot of other things. Killing the guy should have been the last straw. I mean, and that's the thing, her mother it was her mother's choice to be in that relationship. Yeah. True. You know? And and it's actually, you know, Kate, I mean, obviously Kate is involved because her mother, but in, in, in the strictest sense, it's not even her concern. Mm-hmm. It's not about her, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, the thing with Anna Lucia is like, you know, yeah, she was, I mean, whether she knew she was pregnant or not, I can see why she was upset. You know what I mean? Uh, that, you know, this guy killed her baby. That yeah. And I can understand why she wanted revenge. Yeah. Um. And to me, it's a it's a similar thing. Why everyone else? I mean, not the Jin thing because that was specific, but basically, it's like you hurt someone I love, and now I'm going to hurt you type thing. I think that's what went through Kate's head, and that's what went through uh, Anna Lucia's head. Yeah. You know. So to me, they're they're similar. I mean, the Jin thing was a little bit different because he's he was sort of helping the guy, right? As he. <laughs> Scared his daughter and wife, and yeah, beat him up. But um, I don't think Ana Lucia is is totally without uh, the need for sympathy or whatever. But her, yeah. she to me the big difference is that it was sort of already done type thing. Like you know, the, it wasn't like an ongoing pain for her. Well, I guess it was emotionally, but you know, the mother was constantly being abused this whole time. Yeah, and it was like okay, Kate wasn't putting into it was Ana Lucia's travesty was a specific time that had already passed, and so it was sort of like, after the fact, she comes to get this guy. Right, well, and that's the other
1: thing, like, killing him is not gonna change anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Killing
1: the guy is gonna stop the abuse. Yeah. So there's at least like, you know, a point to it besides pure revenge. Yeah. You know? So I guess, and the fact that, that she... I mean, yeah, you could blame the mom, but the mom didn't kill him. So... That's, you know, so I, that's why I, that's why if if the mom killed the guy, then I, I would blame her more than I blame Kate because Kate couldn't make her mom leave him.
0: Yeah, but it's not Kate's place to really kill somebody like No, I agree. Yeah. I agree it's
1: wrong. I just feel it's lesser. It's it's a lesser yeah. wrong.
0: Well, I think I think another thing that Anna Lucia, I'm just speculating because it's something I would I would think if I was in the situation was that If she turns the guy in He's going to get a a slap on the wrist Yeah You know And she's probably thinking He's not going to get What she would call justice Like Right uh, Or she's not going to get justice He's not going to get the right punishment Yeah I mean the most He would get to a couple years in jail Or something like that
1: Right Um, Well he didn't really commit a crime That (laughs) That Warrants the death penalty I don't think
0: What do you mean Killing somebody
1: yeah, well, he didn't. I mean, he didn't know. Uh, he he shot her, but I mean, she had a bulletproof vest on. He didn't kill her. You know. Yeah, he killed her baby though. Yeah, believe but me, I mean, that,
0: that would have been punishable. That would have that would have been in court somehow.
1: Yeah, but it no, nah, it depends on it depends on. Yeah, I I guess just because I don't, I don't, I don't consider that as bad as just killing a cop straight out. Like if you if you just if you just shoot at a cop and you don't know they're pregnant, and then that shooting results in the baby dying, I think that's... Well, that's
0: the thing, like, I mean, there's 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 involuntary manslaughter, there's all these things. I mean, just because you don't know a situation doesn't mean you're not punishable for it. No, I agree, I mean, that, but I think it makes yeah. it
1: lesser a lesser crime than just just killing the cop outright.
0: What do you mean? Oh, the fact that she didn't die makes it a lesser crime. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, well... I mean somebody died. Yeah, well. I mean that, I think that's that's the point is that he still killed. I mean I don't know what the law says about unborn babies, but I mean I don't know if it goes by how developed it is or what, but um Yeah. Nevertheless, even if he didn't know she was pregnant, he still shot at a cop. Well, he shot a cop. Yeah. With the intent to kill. I mean that's what the court would say. Yeah. Um. So I mean, basically, he he just wouldn't get a, a probably a justifiable sentence in her eyes, right? Because uh, because the legal system is screwed up,
1: right? But I just I think the death penalty is a little extreme, uh, for uh, because for, I mean, for pure for a pure like cold blooded murder, okay, maybe, but that's just clearly not what it was. Uh huh. You know, I mean, yeah. You you have to actually kill someone with like foreknowledge to get that sort of sentence. Anyway, we're we this is this is going on for too long. This isn't even about Anna Lucia. Um, so it I'm, isn't. Oh, I think we should move on from
0: that subject. Uh, anyway, I, I guess it's I guess since I don't have a lot to talk about in this episode, I just want to talk about something else. Yeah.
1: Well, I see your point. I see your point. I just uh, yeah. I mean. If we had longer, I'd explain more why I don't, why I don't sympathize with everybody. Oh, please don't. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's worth doing. Okay. That's cool. So the next thing I want to mention is basically about the same stuff. In Jen's flashback, um, son's father tells him to deliver the message that he's displeased, right? Um, I guess Jen is just supposed to know that that's code for kill the guy, but mm-hmm. I don't understand why he was supposed to know that, like...
0: I think he was sleep that day in management training. Yeah,
1: like, did they... <laughs> I, I don't understand. And then he gets mad at him for not knowing, and it's like, you that's what you told me to do. Like, I'm supposed to know that you're speaking in code? I mean, I, it just seemed like a really weird situation where they expected him to know code that he didn't know, and then they get mad at him when he didn't know it, and he did exactly what he was told. Like, I don't know. It just seemed very ridiculous that that he would tell him something in code without him actually knowing the code. So, uh-huh. anyway <laughs> Yeah, well
0: I think, the, I think the real problem was that The guy, um, Han Who, you know He was supposed to deliver the code to Didn't understand how serious that message was Because, you know Jin comes and says uh, You know, Mr. Pac Pike or however you pronounce it Yeah, Pike Uh Wants to let you know, I'm. He's very displeased, and he gets it. Han is like, "Oh, okay. Tell him I won't let him down again." You know. Mm-hmm. So if, if if but then of course he didn't like open the factory or whatever he was supposed to yeah. do. Um. So it is. I mean, it's sort of Jen's fault because he didn't make it explicit, but he didn't know. He didn't know to do that. Yeah. But it's really sort of Han's fault for not understanding that Pike was very serious about that. Um, so I mean, basically, I'm saying if Han would have done his, would have understood that Pike wasn't playing around, then Pike would have opened the factory the next day, and Jen wouldn't have got in trouble. Okay, all right. Uh, that's that's one level. The other level is, I think, uh, plot-wise, writing-wise, it's more interesting because you don't really know. Because I mean, there's so much more going on now. Because Pike says, "I'm very displeased," and then you know, then Jen gets to go deliver this message and not really understand. And then go back and get yelled at, and then have to go back and save this guy versus like Pike saying, "Tell him I'm very displeased," which means that I'll kill you if you don't do, you know. Right. Then the whole the whole shroud is like has been lifted about what's really going on here. Yeah. So in terms of writing, it, it's better this way. Um, so, but I agree. Realistically, you know, he he, there's no way he would have known. He should have known that that's to that that's what the message was supposed to mean. Right. Either that or but, he should have
1: known. You know (laughs) well either
0: that or the opposite of what i said yes
1: (laughs) yeah um okay uh so let's see tiny thing uh so uh yeah um about about the, the watch delivery um i think it's odd that he sends him to be a watch delivery boy uh when his degree is in wallet delivery, well I just it just seems like such a silly errand to send your your daughter's uh husband on you know i i i don't I, it doesn't seem like the sort of errand that requires you know i mean I don't know I don't know what his job really was I mean we don't see very much he does but...
0: he does whatever Pike tells him, yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, I think the watch thing, when I, you know, when that line came up, I just sort of thought they were, like, um, I mean, there's a couple things it could be, like, you know, he's delivering watches to these people, but he's also going to be delivering a specific message, like, here's a nice thank you gift for obeying Pike the last whatever years or whatever. I just want to let you know to continue, you know what I mean? Like, it was sort of one of those kind of gifts that it's, like, a nice thing that sort of scares you, because... The person who's giving it to you isn't a nice person. Oh, okay. Uh, I was thinking it was something like that, or that, um, or or maybe the watches were for specific people that you know, again, were loyal or whatever. But um, but without the mouse, mal- without the malicious intent behind it, so, right? Um, maybe we'll find out more about the watches. I hope not, because then that means more Jen and son BS. Oh,
1: but we know we will have more. We will. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, so this is the episode where, well, okay, we already talked about it. So they, they think Jen burns a raft, but in fact, it's Walt, right? Oh, Waltie. And uh, and so I wanted to bring up um, a couple things related to that. Okay. First of all, like... <laughs> uh, you know, Michael's sitting there towards the end, like all frustrated, and <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I think I know what you're gonna say
1: uh, and uh you know, and then Walt comes up and uh, and he's he's all mad, and i I forgot exactly how it played out, but eventually he's like, all right, well, we'll just build another one, and then Walt's like. <laughs> can oh, i yeah. help can i help it's like you little I... bastard yeah yeah you have a little tender moment when you burned it like you're the it reason. was weird that whole th- that thing was I th- okay Locke was i mean f- god
0: damn it walt was surprised that michael wanted to build another boat but it also to me that also seemed like a test like he was like I don't. And then you know, Walt's like, I don't want to leave the island. I'll burn the boat. We won't have to leave. Mm-hmm. And now that, then he saw that his dad was dedicated to leaving. It was like, well, I guess we should leave. You know, I don't know. It was really weird that he would sort of change his mind, or, or. And but then when he said, "Can I help?" It was sort of like, he's saying he wants to help, but he doesn't think it'll ever happen. You know. So maybe, like, I mean, if Walt has premonitions of the future at all, or whatever, maybe he knew that it, they were never really going to get off the island, that he might as well just help him. Yeah. You know? But if you so really maybe, did,
1: then you would see that they did get off the island.
0: Well they didn't I mean they did they got off the island, they didn't get rescued though, is what I mean. They got they got off the island for like a day and then went back to the island.
1: Oh, oh, I mean in season two when they sail away at the
0: end. Yeah, me too. Away. Oh, oh that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. I thought you meant the beginning of season two. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, maybe that's the thing. Maybe they really don't get away. Um, okay. <laughs> or maybe... Okay, whatever. There's a lot of speculation there. Indeed. Um, indeed I, I thought... Okay, that's interesting, but I just want to quickly mention Michael's, like, bitching that his boat's burn. He goes... He goes, "Oh, look! It burned this. Oh no, it burned that. There's nothing is salvageable. I—it's all ruined." And then the next episode, he's like, "Yeah, we were able to save this. <laughs> we were able to save that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He, now we don't have to do trial and error. Just trial. Yeah, just trial. But, but specifically like." There was parts that he, in the next yeah. episode, that he says he was able to save. And I'm like, well, before you said it was all burned, he said like, it's like a
1: complete
0: total loss. A complete total anything. loss. And
1: now it's like, yeah, we saved this and <laughs> we got that. Yeah, that, that's just the writers, like, saying what they want to say for that's all it's
0: dr- all for the drama baby like they
1: want it to be to feel like a total loss so they say oh it's a total loss everything's gone and then the next episode they want it to be hopeful so it's oh no no big deal we <laughs> saved most of it oh. in fact I'm glad they burned it it's better in the long run
0: I know that's the thing it's like it's better in the long run oh god yeah I know that was oh god burn some extra calories you know a little time in the sun so okay, Walt and this burning of the please, raft. Please, Now, what do you got for me?
1: Okay, well the first thing, <laughs> the first thing I want to bring up is how did Locke know that Walt burned the raft? Uh, intuition, the island. Did he see him? Uh, he never really says. Yeah. So uh, I really wonder how he knew, and no one else knew.
0: I don't think he saw him because I don't. Okay. Um, I agree, but I don't know why. If it's intuition, it's intuition via the island. Okay. Um, I think Locke sort of thought about, I mean, if you think about logically who would want to burn the boat, there's you know, a lot of people who get crossed off that list pretty quickly. Um, and I think that combined with, the fact that maybe he he neither knows or doesn't think that the others were around Mm -hmm. or that the others would care to do that or something um because i mean from this point all they know is ethan and he's dead right so i don't think even though he has that whole pretty good speech about they're not alone on the island there's other people out there who try to hurt them Mm -hmm. i don't think he thinks they're really a threat yeah. Um. So maybe they got crossed off his list, and 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 basically it's like who who would would want to stay on the island? And I think Walt's on that list. So okay. it, it could have been it could have been just deductive reasoning, and he just had a good hunch, or it could have been. Um. I mean, I love Locke having this mystical powers, but it's like it's got to stop somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree.
1: But but let's say he. Okay, so he, he knows Walt did it, but so why is he why does he throw everybody off the the trail or make everybody think the others did it? Why doesn't he wanna tell people that Walt did it? Um I would say that well, there's a lot of reasons. I mean I know Locke's crazy, like he, he picks what he wants to tell people and stuff, but Yeah, I mean
0: I think that's part of it. Uh it could be anything from like he wants you know to get on Walt's good side, not that he's on his bad side, but um you yeah, know, it could be something like that. it could be something like that, like he just wants Walt to feel comfortable or something. Mm-hmm. I don't really know, I mean, what would be gained by by having people know Walt did it i mean I don't think I don't think he really gains anything. it just puts Walt in a bad position on the island, you know, yeah. And basically, he just uh, Locke decides to blame someone who sort of isn't there to defend themselves and who realistically could have done it. So um, I don't know. I don't. I can't really think of a great reason why he didn't. He didn't. I I think it's it's not so much of why did he tell people. It's why would he tell people?
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. He's he's not big on telling people anything. So yeah, I'm willing to accept it. Um, I just I don't know. If it were me I'd want people to know who burned it so they could lock And maybe
0: it. maybe Locke can't prove it. I mean Yeah if 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 Walt says I didn't and Walt says I'm sorry, if Locke says he didn't sorry. If Walt says he didn't and Locke says he did, then it's like who's you know? Right. And then and then and then Michael's gonna say, How do you know my boy did it? Yeah, if he tells and Michael then, it's
1: gonna be like
0: And then Locke is gonna be like Locke's gonna be like, the island told me he right. did it and it's gonna be like, Well, old man, you're crazy.
1: Michael's not gonna take that explanation anyway, yeah. from Locke especially. Yeah. So you know, first you teach him how to throw knives and then you accuse him of burning a raft. I've had enough of you. I've had enough of you, sir. I'm leaving this island. All right. So, um, so one more thing I wanted to mention is that this episode ends with another awful montage with musical can I, accompaniment.
0: Can I, can I say one thing? Please. Worst ending ever. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Worst ending ever. It's got Hurley listening to his music right which is already crappy that we're listening to what he's listening to yeah. and then you get sun traipsing in the tropical oh. waters she's got she's got her her robe around her her little towel around her covering her feminine morsels and then she decides i'm free she lets the towel flutter in the wind <laughs> and she is woman reborn. Like I just hate that. I just hate that. Like it was it was it was very sappy. It was very I mean it, in terms of the the arc of her character for this this episode, it's like okay, you got to have that in there. Yeah. Um, cuz she's free, you know, she's unencumbered by mm-hmm. the secret so that she can speak English and all that stuff. So Mhm. I get it. I get it, writers. I get it. But yeah. we don't you know, we don't need to see it. Right. That's the kind of thing they could say for the diary. Like, I was looking for my brother today, <laughs> and then I saw a son on the beach in her bikini. She looked like and a woman sa-
1: reborn.
0: She looked like a woman reborn. Yeah, no, save it for the diary, please. And then I
1: said, have you seen my brother?
0: <laughs> and she said, you don't have a brother. And I said, you're right.
1: <laughs> Your that brother's diary- dead. We buried him. Don't you Remember?
0: For for people who are confused, we're we're referencing the ABC diary, uh, that's sort of sort of pseudo canon on the show, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, uh, oh god. And it's 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 badly written and doesn't make a lot of sense. And the whole plot of the, the second diary writer, because there's been two, the plot of the second one was really bad. Yeah. Like, Ooh, my brother's in the hatch. I know they have him in the hatch. And every time I tell people he's in the hatch, people say, you're crazy. Right. And I said, hey, Jack, look at this shirt. It's my brother's shirt. How could he have a shirt? And Jack said, just breathe. <laughs> remember, remember, you don't have a brother. We we buried him. And then I said, oh, you're right. You want some fish?
1: Yeah. And then he, and then he goes on about, like... We switched seats, and that's why he saved my life. And oh, I forgot about that. It's like you dumb bat. Why did you forget that? Like so now, and
0: so now the guy, the writer, has to pay it forward, and this is like so crappy and sappy, and pointless.
1: yeah, it's it's completely ridiculous and non and it's just it's nonsense, and it's just oh god.
0: And that's the kind of story you write when you want to be like interesting, like oh man like they switched seats wow can you imagine you know like yeah it seems grandiose when it's really just pedestrian yeah
1: well and like all the bo- all the the forums and stuff were coming up with all sorts of theories about who this guy is and why henry gale was his brother and it was all worthless because he was no. just wrong he was wrong. He just forgot. He and why did he even think he was in the hatch? That was that's just so bizarre. He buries his brother and then all of a sudden he gets this idea Oh god. Anyway. <laughs> oh man. So uh oh I but I think even though it is crappy and whatever, like Hurley's thing, like I I like it. I like it better than just ending with the music because at least it at least it just cuts off and like stops i don't know that because that man i'm
0: out of batteries that music they use
1: is just oh man oh my god so bad when you're like i just didn't like it bad bad ending bad ending yeah it was a bad ending it was a really bad ending you know what's a good ending moving to the next episode yeah that's what i was gonna say all right
0: Episode 18, Numbers. One of the most interesting and hilarious episodes uh, ever. Michael begins building a new raft. He tells Jack that the chances of them being found while they're on the raft will be increased if they can send out a distress signal. With the transceiver needing new batteries, Hurley remembers Saeed mentioning that the French woman had batteries. He suggests that they try and find her. While searching for Rousseau's lair, okay, Hurley discovers that the island may be linked to a secret from his own past.
1: Okay, it wasn't while he was searching, but okay. Huh? It wasn't while he was searching, but uh, okay. He, he saw the numbers way before they
0: left. Well, I think, I think they mean... Because they didn't know where Rousseau's lair was and they were trying to use the maps to figure that out. And that's really why he was looking at the maps in the first place. Okay, okay. So not
1: not actively searching, like
0: looking for it, but like pre-planning the search. Yeah,
1: it makes it sound like it was while he was gone. But yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Anyway, um... So, yeah, this this I don't know if it was just my mood when I was watching it again or what. I they, Almost every scene had like... 15 funny things. I was just laughing my butt off in this whole thing. Uh like in the very beginning like <laughs> I got to pull up the transcript. Please. In the very beginning, you know, Michael is saying, oh jeez. Michael is saying uh hey, you know, if we have a transceiver, you know, we can get off, we can we can have a better chance of uh, you know, being rescued. Mhm. Um Hold on. i got to find the spot. Oh, yeah. So, Michael goes, Michael goes, um, uh, we could use something to send out a distress call to any ships that might be close, like an SOS. And then Jack gets really indignant for no reason and goes, okay, well, look, I'll ask Saeed. But you know, it's it's really. I, I mean, maybe it was just me, but his his response came off very like, like, indignant. Yeah. Do you remember that? Do you remember that scene? No. Okay. Well, it was very weird. I mean, he Michael's basically he said, "Hey, I could. You know, it'd be great if we could send a distress call." And then Jack's like, "Okay, look. Well, you know, I guess I'll have to go ask Saeed, but there's no guarantee. You know, it just it was really weird. Just yeah. watch it again and. See that I'm right. Okay. Anyway. No, I
1: believe you. I just, I don't remember that part. It was just weird. That all seemed like exposition to me. I was barely paying attention.
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's the difference between you and me. I guess. One of them. Uh, there's a lot to talk about from Hurley I'm trying to see if there's any little things I can bring up quickly and then get into the meat oh
1: oh I did have something to bring up about that early stuff why did Saeed not want to go back to Danielle's place I mean it just seemed like a manufactured thing to generate conflict like I I don't buy that he would be like absolutely not like I don't, I don't understand why why he would be so against that. Yeah. It makes so much sense for him to do that. And like considering how their their little like interchange ended, like
0: it... Well, the whole thing, like like when Jack says, Okay, well look, I'll ask Saeed, but I mean, even if he can make something like that, he's not gonna have anything to power it with. I mean that was very direct because the next thing is Hurley saying, Didn't Saeed say the crazy French woman had batteries? I mean it was basically saying Michael's like, Okay, I need this and Jack's like, okay, but we're gonna need this, right. you know. And it's basically, obviously, setting up the trek to get the batteries, right? Um, and you gotta wonder what was the whole point. Like, I mean, I know, what, I know what the ostensible point is, you know, to get the transceiver, blah yeah. blah blah.
1: But and for why... Hurley, it's a personal journey to find out why she wrote the number yeah
0: i mean is that the is that the big point is to get hurley on this journey and introduce the numbers and see if he she has any i mean i guess that's the only real thing that happens uh,
1: that's the big point and the side benefit is is the, the thing which which enables them to track the uh the uh the others boat in the season finale and that's why wall gets captured so yeah um so it does. It does have some side effects besides just uh, having Hurley go on the journey and introducing numbers. But I think, yeah, it serves it serves a few purposes.
0: Interesting. Okay,
1: your turn. Oh, my turn. Okay. So, uh, so what's the deal with the numbers? <laughs> well, I know that's a vague question. Um, oh, I have a
0: very specific answer.
1: I uh, really. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd love to hear it.
0: I know exactly what the numbers are. Okay. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42.
1: No, I said, what is the deal with the numbers?
0: Yeah, and I said, I know exactly what they are. Okay. <laughs> and I just told you what they are. I see. Um, I had a... I had a <laughs> I needed I needed to give the numbers some more time to, to ruminate in my head because uh, this episode you know there's a couple of things we find out about the numbers and w- when people first heard them and stuff and and I was trying to I was trying to piece it all together like I think I, I don't think like you know the writer said we'll never really know what the numbers are or whatever but I was trying to give them some sort of real world context mm-hmm. and uh, you know I mean maybe maybe I can't I don't think I'll be able to you know sort of grasp Where they came from, but I'm just trying to understand their purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, And not that I have. But do we want to jump into the numbers? There's a lot of pre-numbers stuff to talk about. Oh,
1: really? Okay. I don't, I don't, uh, let me see. I don't have a lot that isn't related to the numbers. Okay, well, I got
0: a couple little things. Okay. So, one, I just wanted to point out that Hurley is a very bad liar. Yeah, he is uh hey where are you going man oh nowhere i'm not going anywhere oh oh this my hiking boots oh i just got my hiking boots on because uh because they feel comfortable oh what's all this water oh i just get dehydrated it's yeah. like god man i don't know if he's a bad actor or if the writing was just bad but that was that was crappy
1: well no i think the writing was supposed to illustrate that he's covering it up really badly yeah but that's crappy i mean i think that was the i think it was it was intentional but yeah, I think no, it was if intentional, you say it's intentional obviously. cuz I mean I can't it, argue I
0: mean, with it that. was in it was intentional obviously it was written like that but uh, it just seemed like the acting came off even made it even worse. Oh, okay.
1: I see. It's
0: one thing to be a bad liar, it's another thing to be a bad liar. Okay,
1: yeah. You've, so you've, you've made a the, good
0: point. O- the other little thing is uh oh god, I wrote my note, and I don't even know what this means. I don't even know what that means. Anyway, another little thing I thought was interesting. <laughs> wow. Can you just read the,
1: it? I just, I gotta know.
0: Well, I wrote down, you worried about me? And then, so what if I am? Um, let me see who said that. That was
1: Saeed and Shannon.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Okay, okay. I, I mean, I sort of made the joke out of it, because I thought this scene was weird. But it's like, you worried about me? And then she goes, so what if I am? Uh, and then I'm thinking He's gonna say So then I love you Like It just was weird This was just a weird exchange to me Yeah Cause he, cause he looks at her like Mmm Anyway <laughs> Yeah Very minor Um Another couple things I wanted to point out Was that Um Tito Hurley's Um Grandfather Had a pacemaker put in Four years ago Nice Interesting Maybe he was there when uh, Locke was in the hospital too with his leg injury. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and eight people died in the sneaker factory fire. Oh, good, good. I thought that was really interesting. The, that scene with the with Hurley's accountant. Oh man, I love that guy. Yeah, that scene is he fantastic. He was cra- He was crazy. I just love his the way his voice and like he's just a weird guy. Yeah. It was so weird. Uh the Simpsons had a character like that. Um I don't remember his name, but very similar. Anyway. Um <laughs> I thought it was funny. I'm like when when Locke asks Claire if um if she's doing anything and he and she's like he's like, Can you can you hold a saw? And she's like, I'm pregnant. You know, it's like, Well, can you hold it in your hand? Yeah. Can you move your arm? Yeah. It's like, okay. Anyway, I thought it was... So anyway, she ends up obviously helping him build the crib. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I guess, first of all, one question is, how does Locke know it's her birthday? Or did he just say happy birthday after the fact? Was he building that that crib for her anyway? Yeah, I think so. And he just said happy birthday? I don't know. I think it could go either way. I think it just happened to be her birthday. I think it could go either way. Because, Loc- I mean, Locke has a penchant for knowing stuff he really shouldn't know. Yeah,
1: about. I mean, yeah, but that just seems too trivial. But, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, I-, I just assume, because she says, like, you know, it's my birthday. And he's like, why didn't you tell anybody? I guess he doesn't. I guess he could. I assumed he just didn't know. Yeah,
0: because he doesn't, you know, and she's like, it's my birthday. And he didn't say, like. Oh, really? He was like, why didn't you tell anyone? Yeah. Because he already knew she didn't tell anyone, but he already knew it was her birthday.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think it would go either way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a weird coincidence that he would finish building this thing on the on her birthday specifically. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was funny
0: that she couldn't tell it was a
1: crib. Yeah, well. I'm like,
0: if it looks like a crib, talks like a crib, smells like a crib. Guess what, Claire? It's, it's a, a boar crib. trap. It's a what? Bear trap? Boar trap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love
1: that. Is this a trap? Oh, Claire. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, she's she's not exactly the fastest watch in the basket. That's a bad expression. Yeah, because you don't want to watch them fast. <laughs> in a basket, either. Uh, well... It's okay. Yeah. Anyway, I, I I believe that she wouldn't figure it out. She's uh, she's just a little loopy.
0: Another thing I thought was funny—not really funny, but I laughed anyway. Like, uh, uh, sorry, son asks Kate, uh, "Do you think Jen will leave when the raft sails?" And Kate's like, I don't know. And I'm thinking, yeah, she didn't ask. She knows you don't know. You can't read the future, (laughs) you know. Like I just, I hate that response that they give in movies and TV shows sometimes. Like, do you think this? And they're like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't know. That wasn't what my question was. Uh My question was, do you think he will? Not do you know if he will?
1: Yeah. I get the
0: point. But anyway, I I know. I
1: would say that too, though, because it's like I don't. I don't know. (laughs) Even though you know I don't know, I'm gonna say it because I don't know how else to respond. I don't know. Ooh, so let's talk
0: about Hurley. Let's talk about Hurley. All right, please, please.
1: Um, I guess one of the
0: things to mention in terms of his backstory, he 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 says, you know, when he's being interviewed, that um he put his family through a
1: lot recently, right.
0: So I guess that's supposed to obviously refer to the mental institution.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was looking on the forums, and everybody everybody seemed to interpret it that way, and I yeah, that's, that's what I thought too. So, um, so I, what what exactly does that mean? Well, I, I I wanted to mention just a just as a quick side note, or yeah, side note to that point. Um, this episode makes it clear that. Because even if that's not what he's referring to, he was clearly in the institution before he won the lottery. Uh, yes. Because they show what happens after he wins the lottery. Yeah. And it doesn't include him, you know, it ends with him going to Australia. So um, so that means he didn't have money when he was in the institution, which means that Libby couldn't have been there after his money, which is what a lot of people's theory was. So, that's stupid!
0: That she was in there after his money? Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. A lot of
1: people said that. So
0: No, no, no. This doesn't make any sense. I mean, I'll give the a bit for the dad and say maybe after Hurley won the lotto and all the bad stuff happened, he went crazy again or he checked himself back in. And that's when all the stuff with Libby happened. Or, you know, that whole time frame. I mean, I'll, I'll say that. We don't know that for sure. You know, he could have gone back. But I think that's unlikely. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's that's a horrible theory. She was after his money.
1: Oh, that's crappy. Yeah, that's what that's what that a lot of people you know I've read they think she's some kind of like black widow or something. She you know, marries people and kills them, and that that's what happened with her husband. You know, when she's talking to Desmond, you know, her husband died. She says, and he had this boat or whatever that, like, she, she killed him and she got his money and that's what she's doing with Hurley. Like, oh,
0: situation. well, okay. I mean, there's some evidence for that, I guess. I, I think it's a, bad if it's true, but uh, I guess there's some evidence for that. She, eh, I can buy it. She, I mean, she was a little strangely into Hurley on the island. Now, why she would, I mean, to me, she would really only be interested in Hurley, you know, on the, you know still on the island if she thought she was going to, like, leave. Cause then you know, I mean, if she's after his money. Why give him all that attention if, unless she thinks they're going to be rescued at some point? Well, yeah. Um. But anyway, that's a that's a okay theory. I I mean, like I said, it, it's more type of the theory that I, I hate. I don't want it to be true. Right. It's not that great. But in terms of, there there is some evidence to support it. I guess you know, with her husband and then.
1: So whatever, whatever. But the main thing I want to point out was that she couldn't have known that when she was at the institution because that was pre-lottery. So mm-hmm. uh, so she wouldn't have been after his money then. Maybe she like saw him then and then saw him on the news and then w- decided to go after him on the island or whatever. But that wasn't why she was at the institution, which is what people were saying. So.
0: Well, maybe she knew he was going to win. Ooh, okay. Well, maybe she's a psychic.
1: Well, maybe they're all psychic. Oh, that's what—that's the secret of Lost. Everyone's that's psychic.
0: Secret. Everyone's psychic. <laughs> Except for Charlie. Oh, sorry, Charlie.
1: You're not psychic.
0: No, you're just
1: silly. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's... So, I mean, my question really was... Um, oh, right. I'm sorry. Got,
0: what got Hurley in the mental institution in the
1: first place? Good point. We haven't learned that yet. I'm assuming that... We'll get something about that in the future. Um, I really don't know. I mean, he never really seemed crazy. No, no. He I doesn't. like to.
0: I like to think that it was what happened with the numbers that sent him over the edge. You
1: know, with the, all the bad luck and stuff. I could see.
0: You know, but he, instant- he
1: goes to the mental institution after he wins the lottery, and they've already they already know him. So I understand that it, he I was he was there that. before he won the lottery. So okay.
0: That you just told me something I knew. I understand that. My point was, I like the idea that that's what sent him to, that 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 could have been something that sent him to a mental institution. Because not not that he was specifically crazy or imbalanced or anything like that, but that all this bad stuff was happening because of the fact he used the numbers and won the lottery. And he wanted to sort of isolate himself from, from the regular population, you know, because, you know, bad stuff was happening all around him type thing. So, I mean, I'm just saying I like the idea that that's something that could have put him in the Miller Institution was the the, the crazy stuff that was happening. Uh, because he doesn't seem crazy naturally, you know. He doesn't seem like there's anything was wrong with him to be sent there. So um, that was what my point was. I know I know in terms of the show how it happened, but I was saying I like the idea that that, that could have been something that sent him
1: there. Oh, okay. So you're, you're not saying you think that's it. You're saying you'd like that to be it.
0: Yeah, I'm saying I, li- I would like that to be it because that's 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 a plausible thing. People are dying all around you, and all these weird accidents. That was something that would make you like go to a mental institution. Right. Well,
1: if I were him, I'd crash on an island. Oh, so
0: well, I guess you're Hurley then. Yeah,
1: it seemed to work. <laughs> Just want to mention, bad stuff doesn't happen all around him anymore.
0: So. I know. <laughs>
1: Look at that. Um, it's all
0: good all the time on the island. I
1: agree. I like that better. It's just the story makes it clear that's not it. So, I'm I don't know.
0: Let's hope the writers didn't make a mistake.
1: Yeah, I know. If they if they do it later where he's in the institution, he's like, "I have all this money and I'm in an institution and I'll be really disappointed." Yeah. Um I mean, I've already like I, I was listening to uh, to another podcast the other day, and I heard Desmond describe what happened when he came to the island, and like it wasn't what was in the finale. So, anyway, I've already. Oh God! Anyway, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, if we get to season two, we can talk about it. But what he says happens is not what they depicted. So, anyway, I mean, it's yeah, it's in it's in the neighborhood, but a lot of details are different. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, anyway. maybe he couldn't remember. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't know. He just needs to breathe. He had a flashback, so I assume that's his memory, although we never know.
0: Um, One can never tell. So, so uh, you got something to go on, or I got some stuff. Yeah,
1: I mean, I have lots of stuff about the numbers. I mean, I want to discuss the numbers specifically, how okay. they work, what they do, etc. Do you, do you have...
0: I got some. I'm still. I'm still on the pre-number stuff. Like okay. it's about the numbers, but not specifically. Okay. Well, because I think that's going to be a detailed convers. That's going to be a conversation filled with a lot of random theory. Okay. Uh, like I just want to I just want to point out some things. Like, like when he goes to tell Lenny that he used the numbers, Lenny says, "You open the box. Mm-hmm. You have to get far away from the numbers." Right. And I'm thinking, you know, the island sort of provided him that ability to get far away from the numbers, although... In a sense. The island is where the numbers originated, apparently. True. Um, But I thought that was interesting that Lenny said, you opened the box. Yeah. You know, that's a very interesting thing to say. Um, I agree. And the fact that Lenny seemed, you know, catatonic, well, I guess not catatonic, but in a trance-like state repeating the numbers over and over and over and over and that's all he said all the time mm-hmm. but then and so he was obviously a you know he could obviously interact with people and he was aware of other people talking to him and stuff but he was just so transfixed with the numbers that's all he would say right but once Hurley points out that he used up it just totally changes everything yeah so it's weird that you know uh, you know these this phrase these numbers that's so meaningful to Lenny that he would just like say them all the time uh right around people who could who could listen to him and could use them and could do whatever and you know you would think with with, with these numbers being somewhat evil or seemingly evil that he wouldn't want to sort of put that information out there in any respect that he would actually like i mean i i mean if the numbers are are evil or whatever i wouldn't want to be repeating them all the time yeah I mean, it's cool in terms of the show, but in real life, like, that's... I would want anyone... I wouldn't want to even remember those numbers. I wouldn't want anyone to ever hear those numbers, mm-hmm. you know, so that so that, that it's not out there at all. Right. So, anyway, I thought so that was interesting. Um, I agree. I mean, he
1: becomes, like, totally coherent and aware, and he just completely snaps out of the trance. And, yeah. Uh, and it's weird, because you assume he just can't do that, but... Uh, but he can in the right circumstances, I guess. And, uh, yeah. He does sort of work himself into a frenzy, but uh, but he's he's very coherent for a little bit there. And that opened the box line. Uh, I think someone someone asked um, at the Comic Con. They they asked about that line. Uh, they they asked if it was uh, if it was a reference to uh, Pandora's, Pandora's box. Pandora's box, God. And uh, of course, they they didn't really answer they didn't really say anything. Uh, but uh, but it's definitely been brought up. And I don't know. I mean, I could buy that it's just like a line to sound cool and that it doesn't really mean anything important. Mm-hmm. Um, or I could buy the other the other theory where it's, it really is some kind of like crazy thing that he's caused to happen. But if that's the case, you know, other people have used them too. So shouldn't the box already be open? I mean, why is it
0: the it, it, yeah, I mean, Sam Toomey used the numbers,, um, it, okay, I love how you ask questions, and then I have no idea, and then two seconds later, I have five theories
1: <laughs> you' <laughs> you're you're a really fast theory.
0: I can generate theories very fast yeah. So one one is the idea that Hur- Hurley opened the box because maybe the numbers was I mean, how many times were the numbers used? It was just Sam and Hurley.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. Did Len, are we supposed to think Lenny used them too or did he just go crazy? like why He
0: just he just heard the numbers. I don't think Lenny ever used them. He heard them with Sam when they were at the listening station. Okay. Uh, I mean, I I'm just thinking like it, maybe maybe the the numbers if they're used like four times or something then the box is open and Hurley was the fourth time. Okay. So that's one theory that it was it, it wasn't open because of Hurley specific. I mean it was specifically because it, he used them a, a number of times. Right. You know. Um, the other theory is that the box was opened at some point and when Sam killed himself the the the, the box closed. Okay, uh, okay, okay. so, you know, so whoever uses the numbers, the box is open as long as that person is alive. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, I guess that's all I got right now. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I do love the box thing, I, and I'm wondering, okay, the box has been opened what does that mean in terms of all the weird stuff that's been going on Did the plane crash have to do with the box you know with the numbers being used mm-hmm. you know with the plane have crashed if Hurley didn't use the numbers and right you know all that stuff you got to you got to ask those questions i mean i, I always what to say yes but right um Me but the too. fact that he the fact that he said he thinks he caused the plane to crash i think maybe interesting and maybe he sort of did in some sort of way like uh I mean I don't really buy this but like if if Hurley hadn't used the number well if Hurley hadn't used the numbers he wouldn't have been on the plane cuz he wouldn't have been in Australia trying to figure out what the numbers were about Yeah and if bad stuff happens to people around Hurley i.e. the plane crashing mm-hmm. then if he wasn't if he didn't use the numbers he wouldn't have been there the plane when the crashed mm-hmm. you know um so I mean I, I hate to think that the the entire show and series of events would be drastically different from that little thing that Hurley did, but maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean you know. I would buy it. I mean little things having big consequences. I think that's I think that's something that would be in line with stuff they've had before. Yeah. Um, but I mean I have to wonder. See, this is getting into the numbers. Should I? Do I need to? Do you have more like not uh, not so numbers heavy stuff? Uh,
0: I think I'm done with my. Um, I mean, I did I did want to mention that Sam Toomey and Leonard or Lenny, uh, heard the number 16 years ago, mm-hmm. and and I'm assuming. That was when Rousseau and her team heard it. Yeah. Like, yeah. they heard the same transmission. Right. I, I assume uh, that maybe, as well. And maybe not at the same specific time. Right. But they heard the same original transmission. Plus or now, minus
1: months or something.
0: Yeah. Well, n- now I want to get into the real numbers with the lead-in question. What was the purpose of the transmission?
1: Uh, good. That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> it's a great question. Um... To, I, I mean besides that who who started the transmission yeah yeah answer my question first and 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 then and then why <sighs> well I mean I think they're related if I can if I can get it who who started the transmission then I can think about what their motivations might have been with just a with just a general I mean who could it be Dharma or the others right that's pretty much it that's the only candidates we have now at least. Yeah. So let's see. If it were Dharma, why would they do that? I have no idea. I don't understand. I mean, this episode makes it clear that the numbers came from the island originally. Yeah. I wonder if. We're, so were they created on the island? I mean, they're like imprinted on the hatch um, and they're being transmitted. Like, were they discovered on the island? Or is this like a Dharma thing that they they already knew about them and they just used them in general. Like, if they had a station somewhere else, they'd still use them. Or is it specific to the island? I feel um, like it's specific to the island. I, okay, I was
0: just trying to think about why would someone send a transmission out with numbers? And yeah. with with that sort of being the only message in the transmission is, is those six numbers. Yeah. And, I I mean, to me, it could be some sort of code, like, because since it is imprinted on the hatch, something like it was the, the like whoever gets the message and knows what the message means it basically means that something interesting is going on in that hatch or that hatch is inter- you know like basically drawing attention to that hatch mhm you know it's ba- maybe maybe it's some sort of code like when you when you say those numbers which is the id for that hatch that means something that means that um I don't know what it means, but just the idea that that they that that the message, the transmission was signaling someone uh, to pay attention to the hatch,
1: right? And it's um, it's the computer code too, so that ties yeah. it to the hatch uh, even more so.
0: Exactly, um, and you gotta wonder if it's the computer code just because that's what's on the hatch.
1: So you would think that the other hatches, say the Pearl, or you know any of the other hatches, you. You you would say they don't they don't have the numbers on them. I don't think they have the numbers on them. This isn't just like a Dharma factory standard imprint. This is like specifically for this hatch, and they use the numbers for the code. Is it tied to the magnetic thing in some way? I think it might be. I think
0: the numbers also might be connected to uh, remote viewing, Uh, as a lot of those people out there who have heard the theories about. Walt and the others being able to remote view, which is um, a pseudoscience at best mm-hmm. that uh, the military spent like 30 years and millions of dollars researching because it ge- it did give some results. Um, uh, from what I know about remote viewing, basically, you know, your target, basically it's the idea of being able to see in and around a location that you are specifically not at, you know, and one of the, the 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 basic way to do that is you're giving a series of numbers and I think and or letters that are usually randomly generated, and and I don't know how it works, but somehow you use the, that code to figure out what your target is and figure out the details of that target. So it's the idea that these numbers on the hatch means that a remote viewer somewhere could see what's going on in and around that hatch because. Uh, using those numbers as their sort of focal point. Mm-hmm. So I think that may have something to do with it. If that if this remote viewing thing is going on, maybe Dharma isn't on the island. But since the numbers are sort of connected to that hatch, some remote viewer somewhere can can still see what's going on in and around the hatch because they have this ability to remotely view. Um, and
1: Saeed mentions that he thought they were coordinates. Um...
0: Yeah, that's the other thing that you would do for a transmission. Uh, you know, is to say, to give out a coordinate, and the person who picks it up, you know, would know what that meant, you know.
1: Right. So, so, do the numbers get their power because they're from the island? Or are they powerful independently, and they just happen to be on the island because the island's a crazy place? Uh... You know um, what I mean? Like, which which came I mean, first, the island
0: he, or the numbers? How crazy is the island, though? That's that's what you got to wonder, like... Or I should say... Uh, okay, there's only so many crazy things that's happened on the island, and how many things could be, could be explained by Dharma's presence? And how many things can't be explained by Dharma? Like, Smokey? I mean, could that be a Dharma creation? It could be. You know, like, Locke and all the mystical things that have happened with him, like, and other people... Can that be explained by Dharma's presence? Or is that... That seems like a more island-specific thing.
1: I agree, yeah. You know, yeah, that, that's, so like, like, that's a maybe.
0: Yeah, so it's like, how crazy is the island on its own? Not counting... Not factoring in Dharma things. Well, that's it's,
1: the thing. Was Dharma there because it's crazy? Or is it crazy because Dharma was there? It's a similar question. The chicken like, and the egg. Like, I felt like... I felt like they were there because the island was crazy. I felt like they were there because the island was crazy. The
0: electromag. Well... I think there's two things. I think, really, they were there... I mean, I like to believe what the Swan video said. That they, they went to the island to do various types of research. Mm-hmm. And, and, and while there, they discovered some crazy stuff was going on on the island. Yeah. I think that's... I mean, I sort of think that's what, how, what happened. They didn't, they didn't, like, sort of find the island first and, and say, Oh, this is crazy. Let's go do research here. Like, I think they were leg- legitimately trying to do research and things just got weird
1: okay okay
0: um I still don't know what the purpose of the transmission is I mean who
1: do you think do you think it was Dharma that sent
0: out the transmission
1: or the others yeah
0: I think it was I would want to think it's hard because that long ago Dharma should have been on the island um absolutely so it could. I could think. I could picture like, maybe you know, Dharma's on the island, going pretty strong. You know, all of their projects are up and running. They've got people down in the hatch being monitored, and they don't know it. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And some lone Dharma person, Rosinski, maybe, or someone who wants out, or something. You know, broadcasts the signal with the hopes that someone who knows what the what the numbers mean is going to get it, and maybe that. Maybe maybe you know some uh, some off island Dharma organization you know Dharma related organization, like would pick up this signal and say, oh no you know four eight fifteen sixteen 20, 30, 42 like that means that this hat that something's going on in this hatch that we need to find out you know. Um, okay. But I don't know. It's so weird. I mean, if they were, it's obviously you know Saeed thought they were coordinates, but he quickly figured out that they shouldn't be because they don't they don't seem to mean anything. Right. Like four what, eight what, fifteen what? <laughs> like, you, you know, I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's six numbers, and if you want to give a, an accurate, I mean, you can give like you know X, Y, and Z axis coordinates, um, but then you would sort of have like two sets of those
1: yeah. or something like that. I mean, better. For the Earth, you'd probably want to use polar coordinates uh, or spherical coordinates, I guess, because uh, that that more accurately represents the shape of the Earth. Um, yeah if you were really you know spherical coordinates being essentially latitude and longitude.
0: Yeah, and it's like this doesn't seem like latitude and longitude in any in any way. Yeah, no, um, it's six
1: numbers.
0: It's six numbers, and they're and
1: they're and they're all like specific. They're from between zero and fifty. They're all integers. I mean, it, it's it's, and that that's something that bothers me about them. Uh, if, uh, I don't know if we can get into this yet, but uh, why not? But uh, I, you know, I I happen to, I don't know, I, I don't know how to say what I want to say, but. Just because of my personal disposition, I, I really, it really sort of bothers me, like, the, these numbers, like, they just happen to be available for playing lottery, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many numbers out there, and these six are available for playing lottery. Like, what if they were numbers in the hundreds or something, and you couldn't use them for the lottery, you know? like Yeah. It just, it just annoys me that you can do that. It, but besides that, like... Is it chance that they won the lottery or is the fact that Hurley played them is that what caused them to be I thought the
0: numbers? exact same thing. I wondered like if Hurley didn't play the numbers would those numbers have come up? And I don't think so. I think that her that the numbers were the those, that the, the numbers were the winning numbers that night because
1: Hurley played them. Okay. So yeah. him playing them causes some cosmic effect that that results in the, those numbers rolling out of the thing. Although, yeah, but then I, you know, I want to try to tie
0: that into the Sam Toomey incident. Uh, but I, you know, I don't want to think that there would have been a different number of beans if Sam hadn't used those numbers to guess how many beans. Well, that's
1: what—that's what a lot of people brought up about the beans because it's like, and, and they didn't mention how he used the numbers for the beans, and. Someone mentioned that if you just if you just string them together, yeah, you know, no, I, you just that's what I
0: that's what I was thinking. He just He uh, I wrote it out: um, four billion eight hundred eight hundred fifteen. sorry. Four billion eight hundred
1: fifteen million one hundred sixty-two thousand three hundred forty-two. Right, that's a lot of beans. Yeah, someone mentioned uh, someone actually did a calculation based on the size of a bean, and uh, to have that many beans, you would need. Uh, you would need i think they said something like a few rooms Um, yeah yeah i could
0: (laughs) yeah at first i thought it was four million and i was like well a million beans is still a lot four million beans is still a lot but this is four billion so i mean i guess you really can't just string them
1: together um
0: and then someone
1: said oh maybe he multiplied them. maybe he added them or whatever uh Oh I could see
0: I could see but adding them shouldn't give you a big enough number. Well right? adding
1: them you get one oh eight. Um yeah. as we know. Yeah, that's that isn't very big, but it's at least a number that could be in a jar.
0: Well, but she said the jar was like Three or four or five feet taller. It was like a huge jar. Okay, okay. It wasn't it wasn't like a normal jar. It was like a big, 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 big thing.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. So I think if you multiply them you get like a million some like four million or some some something in the in the single digit millions.
0: Um you get seven million four hundred and eighteen thousand eight hundred and
1: eighty. Thank you.
0: Which is a lot better than four point eight billion. Yeah, it is.
1: It is. Um I although I think it's still bigger it's still a uh, lot i
0: mean i wouldn't i wouldn't expect more than 100,000 in a hundred thousand beans in a big thing like that yeah
1: yeah me either i mean i can't i just can't i mean million yeah so but i will chalk it up to the writers they didn't explain how he used them so he could have used them in any number of ways and so because you know given those numbers you can do all sorts of things with them so Uh, Well, but to a certain degree, you could only expect that he would do something logical.
0: Like, he wouldn't do 4 times 16 times 42. Like, that just doesn't really make... I mean, he could, but I mean, I would like to think he would do something fairly logical
1: with the numbers. Um... Right. Well, I would like to think that, but the fact that they didn't say specifically leaves them room for him to have done... A lot of things.
0: Well, yeah, that's true. That
1: could be more or less logical, depending on, you know, how logical they want to make it. Um, I mean, if it were me, I mean, I... I this, like, like,
0: I'm sorry. I am just going to say, like, if he didn't use them the way Hurley used them, did he really use them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I mean... <laughs> That's what I want to
1: know. Like, what counts as using this?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can add and multiply those six numbers in various ways and get the same number using other numbers. Right.
1: Well, like like 15 and 16, I'm about to get annoying. Warning, warning, I'm about to get annoying. (laughs) Math student here, math student. 15 and 16, for instance, are relatively prime, and so that means you can take a a linear combination of the two and get any integer whatsoever so uh so in a sense every number is tied into the to those numbers in a specific way so Mm. uh so in that sense um like why uh in that sense you you're always using and like like if you go to the store and you buy like you know uh eight cans of soup and 15 boxes of rice you know does that count as using them like what do yeah. you have to do if you put it on a test? You know, you have an answer that has. I
0: feel like I feel like the numbers have significance as a whole. Is, like, but is it like I mean? you
1: have to use them in a game? I mean, because I know those numbers have come up at the same time in other contexts. I mean, it'd just be silly if they hadn't. Yeah. And so, what counts as using them. Like, if they're, I could see them being answered, say, like on a, on an elementary school math test or something very easily. I'm sure they have been at some point.
0: I think if there is a ma- elementary test that like had six questions and the answers were 4 8, 15, 16, 20, 42 in succession, then that's a scary test.
1: <laughs> um, I,
0: like I said, I feel like the numbers have significance as a whole, as a series, as that stream. Okay, uh, not like randomly like 16, 8, 15, mm-hmm. 42. like that to me, I mean, you're still using the numbers, but I think in that order, is is when it's uh, weird. Because if I'm not mistaken, Hurley's... Mm-hmm. Um, her, the numbers came out in that order. Yeah, they did. I was
1: going to mention... I was going to... I actually wanted to do a calculation for how likely it was that lottery numbers would be drawn in numerical order. Yeah, oh God. Um, yeah, I uh, I gave up. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know.
0: Because basically, you'd have to... Oh, God. I mean, you'd have... Oh, because... You'd have to limit each each spot, right? To anything to whatever's above it. Yeah, and, it's uh, ooh. it's
1: it's actually not an easy thing to count. I mean, if you really wanted to, uh, if you if I really wanted to, I could do it. But I was trying to do it in my head, and I, I couldn't quite do it in my head. So, So well, I, that'd have been good information for the podcast. So I gave up. Well, I'm sorry. I you know what, guys, I'll I'll work on it. I'll get it for the next one.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was weird because they came out in that order, which to me was creepy.
1: Uh, right, very much, very much. And the, the Powerball was 42 or whatever. I mean, I was just, it, it was too ridiculous. Yeah, because I mean, I've never, every time I've seen a lottery drawing, they're never in order. No. Um, because it just generally isn't likely that they're that they're going to be. Because basically, every time you draw a number, if they have to be in order, you're limiting how many numbers you can draw after that. Yeah. You know? Like, if your first number was 49, it can't happen. Yeah. You know, or if your number was anything, you know, 40, I guess, 45 or above, you know, or depending on how many numbers there are, like, it's impossible. There's certain numbers that if you draw them first, it's impossible. Or, and I mean, that's the thing. There's all sorts of ways that, so anyway, yeah, it's, it's, that makes it even more unlikely.
0: Well, I wanted to know, like, I mean, we should get off the numbers
1: topic, but
0: uh, why are the numbers on the hatch?
1: Oh, yes, I have that question here specifically, yeah. Yeah. You know, it seems to me like just one of those contrived things to sort of end the episode on a wow. Um, It was
0: very heavy-handed. Yeah. It's like, no no, characters are there. No characters. It's like, hey, by the way, guess what?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like you... (laughs) It's like, oh, you know this other thing that's going on? Yeah, it's related. Yeah. Yeah, that was really strange. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, why are they printed on the hatch? I mean, we thought, like, you, you seem to think they're, they're tied directly to the swan hatch, um, so, so, I mean, maybe that's the reason, maybe, uh.
0: I just had a
1: thing in my head that exploded. Uh-huh, <laughs> that didn't
0: sound good. <laughs> and by thing, I mean idea. okay uh maybe rousseau wrote those numbers down on her little notes because she saw them on the hatch but that doesn't make a lot of sense because the hatch was covered up but maybe at some point she saw the numbers on the hatch
1: well she's been there a long time so i think she's been there during a time where the hatch wasn't covered or not not covered but active
0: yeah definitely uh well maybe Um, So I was just thinking maybe that's why she wrote the numbers. Besides well, okay, well, she wrote the numbers because she heard them in the transmission. Yeah, right. So I forgot about that. Okay, never
1: mind. Oh, okay, wow, that just went bust really quick.
0: Yeah, like I said, it exploded. Um, And my other little bit of question about this episode, I guess my last question, the little one, was a couple of them. Why was Leonard in the middle institution?
1: Ah, right.
0: Did the numbers make him go crazy? Which we, I guess that's the a sensible reason it certainly
1: seems that way I mean since he's just sitting there repeating them um, which made me wonder why like if he didn't use them I don't see why he would go crazy uh, because of them I mean, just hearing a string of numbers I don't feel like it makes you go crazy
0: yeah I think um, uh, maybe he did do something with them at some point and we just haven't found out yet
1: yeah That, that, I mean, that was my thought, but, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, they don't make it clear, um, so, uh, it occurs to me that on the island, the, the numbers don't seem to have, don't seem to have the sort of effect they had off the island, uh. I don't see Hurley going through the same kinds of things. Is it just because he doesn't have relatives on the island? Or, you know... Um, it, it made me wonder... Um, it made me wonder if somehow... Like, I really wonder how he works. Like, in the, in the flashback, it seems like wherever he goes, like, random stuff just happens. Not to just, like, his relatives, but to, like, anybody who's around him. Mm-hmm. Like, Like, there's some sort of radius... And if you're within this far of Hurley, uh, something bad might happen to you. Um, uh, but, I mean, bad things. Yeah. What? I mean, that was weird. Like, the, uh, from what I remember, the only
0: things that, that, that didn't happen to members of his family was the guy who jumped out the building. Right. And the guy who was on the ladder. Right. Uh, and nothing the actually happened to him. It was just, Hurley was just freaking out. Right. But I just don't, you know, even if there's a radius or whatever, I don't even see why the guy jumping out the window would be Hurley's thing. To me, that was, I, that just doesn't seem like a bad luck thing unless the guy, like, now, if it was, like, people washing the windows and, like, you know, something broke and they fell, I can understand that. But a guy jumping out of a window isn't, isn't a bad luck thing. That's very forceful. You know what I mean? It's not a bad luck thing. Right. So to me, that doesn't even fit into the whole scheme of what they're trying to present.
1: Well, it's weird because there's a combination of bad luck and good luck. It's like, bad things happen, but he's like, he's worth even more. Like, like you know, the thing burned, but the insurance money was a lot, and
2: mm-hmm. so it
1: was actually a gain. And, you know, I mean, like, those people died. They weren't related to him, like, you know, biologically. I mean, they were just employees of something he owned i mean does that does that count i mean those aren't people he cared about
0: yeah i don't know i mean uh, i don't know that that sneaker fi- to me that seemed to be more of a a bad thing happening to hurley but being a good thing i mean yeah the people died but it seems to be more of a bad thing happening to hurley type thing okay but, I don't know. I mean, I like to think it's really just his family that was that was affected. Because um, that's what we see the most right. of. Um, him and his family being the ones who are the brunt of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Sam Toomey, you know, his wife lost her legs in an accident. She right. believes it would have happened anyway. Yeah. Well, that's um, the thing.
1: Like, bad things happen in the world in general. You can't say everything is the numbers. Yeah. I mean, that would just be silly. Because bad things have happened over time, so then then it becomes which things are the numbers and which things are things that would have happened anyway.
0: Yeah, I think maybe like the guy jumping out the window was that would have happened anyway.
1: Yeah, like, you know. I mean, they like... certainly don't make it seem that way, but uh, but I agree.
0: It was very ill timed, or should I say, perfectly timed? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um... What do you mean it occurs? It's not like people are jumping out of windows or anything.
0: Yeah, and that was, it was just so weird. I mean, that's just not something that that is a, is attributed to bad luck. Yeah, you know, because he just he jumped. Right. Unless we're supposed to assume he fell, but that doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. Well,
1: yeah, if he fell, then I'll buy. It. Like he was a window washer. Or something. But he
0: well he had like a suit on though. Oh, so did he? he okay. Yeah, he wasn't a. If it was a window washer, and like I would understand, like you know, yeah, bad luck. But anyway. Um I don't know what the what the what the thing is with the luck. I mean, on the island everyone is having such bad luck that maybe we can't even tell what's the what's the numbers, you know, being causing bad luck and what's the island causing bad luck. Right. Cuz nobody's having fun. No.
1: No, I guess it hasn't been good times for anybody. No. So uh except for Locke early on. Well, he was loving it. Yeah, not so much anymore though. Um. So you okay. ready to move on? Yes. However, I have one one more thing that's tangentially related. Quick, I have
0: two things. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> okay. So why haven't they gone to find the tower um, and change it? You know, to a distress signal for for them.
0: I mean, good question.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess I... it ha- hasn't worked because the French woman did it too. Um, and maybe it wouldn't work but I feel like it's worth a try and I mean at some point the U.S. Navy heard the signal so does that mean the island used to be visible to the outside world and it's not now? Well like,
0: I think well yeah I mean I think we, we talked about that with the whole safe uh, thing what's it called the uh, safety switch safeguard the fail uh... safe, safe. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> safety guard I like that um, I think we talked about that anyway, um the Navy heard it, but also Rousseau and her team heard it. Well, yeah, yeah, you know I mean, I think that I think the message was being broadcast into you know normal space time or so, whatever. But
1: so why hasn't anyone heard the French woman's message?
0: Well, Saeed and them heard it. No, I mean, off the... Well, what? I think it's because... I, well, it seems like the island is is pretty far out from wherever. And I don't think they get a lot of people running by. But
1: in 16 years? Like, not one? I mean, I just find that highly well, unlikely. Well, but it...
0: Okay, but it, that's the thing. Even if someone heard it, it's in French. Okay. Uh, well, I guess they're near... They're near... Um, what is it? Um, what which, which islands are they near? Fiji? Fiji, I think Fiji is French. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. yeah. I think I read that, and that that's why it makes sense that they were from Fiji because they're a French team, and I don't know. Not, that, not that they're from Fiji, but that they were near Fiji. Because mm-hmm. um, I think Fiji is a French thing. Okay. Um, and what are the other islands they're next to? Oh boy. <laughs> um, now you're testing my geography. Uh... Because because they were coming from Fiji, and then. Somebody else said they're, like, three days from... Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't remember, though. I can't think of what it's called. Everyone at home, everyone listening to us is like, you guys are idiots, it's blah, blah, blah. I know, I know. Anyway, thanks, guys, for all the support. Please. Um. Anyway, my point was that... Even if someone in that area heard it, 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 it's in French, so, you know, maybe you could say they don't really know what it's saying. And uh, it would be up to them to have to go investigate, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they they might not think it's worth investigating.
1: I think if the Navy picked it up, they would do something about it. I mean, they would certainly be able to find a translator pretty easily, and they would... uh, Figure out what it is. I mean, I feel like. Well,
0: I, I mean, they're not nine one one. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know
1: if they would. I think they, especially once they figure out what it says, I think they'd absolutely investigate. They wouldn't just say they'd have to at least report it, and I think someone would someone would go eventually. Uh, I don't think they just ignore it.
0: I think if the Navy picked up a signal in a different language coming from some island or some area that. They don't necessarily have jurisdiction or they don't necessarily have like, you know, I'm sure they pick up all kinds of signals that they don't report. You know what I mean?
1: But I don't think, I mean, their business, I mean, part of what the military does is pick up signals in other languages. It's not like crazy for the military to do.
0: Yeah, no. What I'm saying is they pick up signals in other languages, not just for fun, but like for surveillance or intelligence or something like that. Yeah. Like when they're actively doing that, I mean, what do they have to report?
1: Well, it says like it killed them all and blah blah blah. I mean, it says this stuff that I mean. If I they... mean, but
0: it, it's not saying anything. I think the military would. I mean, that the military would be like, "Oh, we got to go investigate this." Some some woman says something killed them all. I think
1: like, they'd at least report it, and someone eventually would would
0: go. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Especially coming from an area where they might not have any sort of jurisdiction or any reason to be there you know now if the, if the message was coming from like Hawaii or you know some like American you know something then I could see like okay they might report it to the local to the nearest like police or something like that if they have the time and if they have the energy like and that's the thing Sam and his people uh, I don't specifically remember what Sam said or what, 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 what Lenny said but for all we know they were on some co- covert mission in that area you know what i mean it doesn't mean that the navy is always patrolling over there so uh, but anyway i think if the navy picked it up i don't think anything would happen even if they reported it who i mean who's going to who who's going to take the lead and say okay we're going to go send people over there i mean that's not the navy navy's job to go investigate every rec- every message that they pick up you know. And even I mean even they report it, who's who's gonna be the people to go over there? The Navy wouldn't go over there. You know, the Navy's not gonna go try to find this island and then go on shore and then go in back. I mean they wouldn't do that. No yeah, especially
1: considering there was a plane lost in the area. I mean I would not think I, I would think that someone would go. People don't just like ignore stuff. But like, I know like the from... Navy
0: doesn't necessarily know the plane is lost in the area though.
1: Well, I mean, but,
0: unless they're specifically out there, I mean, that, that would be the Coast Guard's job to go find the plane.
1: But I, I don't think the military will just ignore something like that. I mean, I, I think, like, yeah, I think there's definitely some sort of agency who would be... Uh, I mean, when people get lost, like, you know, if, if some somebody gets stranded, like, uh, you know, the, there are people who, who are available to rescue them. Like, people don't just get... Stranded, if they, you know, there there are people who are available to do that. That's the
0: thing. If the message, if the message says help, I'm stranded, I'm stranded on an island, I need some help. I think that's something that gets reported. If the message is what she said, it killed them all. He, uh, Richard, whatever, he's trying to get in. Like that's a really strange message and not standard. And what do you, what would you do with that message if you're the navy? Like who would you give it to? The Navy I mean the Navy's not the people who handle that thing, that kind of stuff. So you'd have to send it to a different agency. And who would you give it to? Like the CIA? I mean like international police? Like
1: who who's responsible? Well I mean I'm not familiar with the, <laughs> what with, I'm saying, with the with the rules, what I'm, but what, that doesn't mean I'm those people is, don't exist.
0: What I'm saying is I don't think I don't think it would have gotten taken care of because I don't think there's an agency that specifically handle stuff like that. Well, I think that's very silly
1: because it's not like people well, I mean I'm stuff saying, like this happens. People get I'm saying, stranded. I'm sure
0: the navy I'm sure when if the navy is like near China or something like that and they're picking up like radio transmissions, like I'm sure they hear a lot of crimes and whatever that you know go they pick up a lot of signals. They're not going to say, "Oh, there's a, you know, someone just robbed a bank in Beijing. Like we need to report that." You know what I mean? They're, they're not going to go report crimes, especially when they hear something like that in a, in a foreign language. You know, I think specifically because that means it's someone else's territory. You know, like I said, if it was if it was coming out of Hawaii or some island somewhere in the United States or some U.S. owned thing, I think they might be more willing to report it to the lo, you know, to whatever local you know police department of force if they even care. I mean, it's just not their job. That's not what their job... I think it's the military's either. exact
1: job to worry about what's going on in other countries, especially the Navy. Like, the people to who worry, worry about, about what's okay, going on at home are yeah, not if, the military.
0: If, if they... Yeah, I agree if the message was, uh, we're building some nukes, or we just have a new submarine that we're testing. not like a Not like a common crime such as murder rambled in French on some message that keeps repeating. I just don't think that's something that they handle. I mean, they might say, oh, that's interesting, that's weird, but to, to go report that and to, to to think that that would go through the channels
1: of bureaucracy
0: to actually get investigated, I think is a stretch. Yeah, I don't think it is. But
1: yeah, I don't really know. But it just seems reasonable. I mean, there's to me. plenty
0: of crimes in the United States that go uninvestigated with more evidence than that.
1: Okay, um, but that but that brings me back to the point of them changing the message because you're you agree that if the message was we're trapped on the island we're from flight 815 uh we were off course that's
0: that's an actual distress call yeah they would and there's a specific agency you know the coast guard or something that would that is is set up to already handle something like that you know what i mean right Investigating murders and stuff like that is 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 a very like police local police type thing to do. Right, you know, but I mean we talked FBI about it before like that. they
1: they what the what the rules are for committing murder outside of any nation and I mean that's yeah, that's a weird topic that I don't really know anything about. But so so all right, so we have a disagreement about what would happen with the French signal. Well, I think we can let that sit. But let's say so, if, so you you do think if they changed it, they would investigate. So then the question becomes, why, why don't they try to do that?
0: Okay. And my other point, I think I said it already, is that I don't necessarily think the Navy is in that area all the time. Okay. Um, but so, isn't it worth a try? Yeah. No, it is worth a try. Now, why they haven't done it, it I don't really know. I don't know why they haven't done it. I mean,
1: like, if they had done it and they hadn't been rescued, I'd say, okay, whatever, they didn't pick it up, you know. I would I think, buy
0: that. I think pretty soon the French woman is going to tell them that, you know, the others are in control of the signal. Well, yeah. So that sort of stops them from ever going. You know, the, the question is why haven't they thought to do it yet? You know, uh, you know this part, uh, this part of season one, they haven't thought to do that. Right. Um, I, I think it's a situation where there there's so much more going on, I think, Kind of thing, you know, we've been busy with everything else. Yeah. That it just never sort of dawns on them to go do that. Um, that is something they should have thought to do, but um, but pretty soon they're going to figure out, they're going to be told, you know, that it's, you know, they're going to be ter- deterred pretty soon here. Yeah. When she tells them the others are in control. But if
1: them. they, I mean, if the others are in control, why did they leave it with the French message? Like why not turn it off or change it or what what's the point of leaving that french message on like i don't i barely buy that they're in control of it yeah
0: i don't know, I don't
1: know. it just seems completely weird well, maybe
0: she does maybe she just doesn't want anyone to change it so she told them the others are in control yeah
1: because like she but claims then, to never even have seen the others like she just i don't she...
0: but then why would she why would she not want it changed I mean, it doesn't help anything for it to keep going on. No, I agree. I, mean, I
1: agree. It seems yeah. like, you know, if you're thinking, like you said, I and I agree, they would be much more likely to investigate if they said some specific things like, we're from Flight 815 and we crashed, and, you know, mm-hmm. if they got that, I mean, they'd have to check that out because there's actually been a plane that was lost, and, you know, yeah. and then you can, you can, you know. It'd be, it'd be less fishy to them than a French transmission with some obscure, like, things about it killed them all. And... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like,
0: like you can say whatever you want in a radio broadcast. I mean, I just don't think they're going to go investigate just because somebody said it killed them and and help. Like, that's just very... I mean, it's sad to say that. I just don't think they would go investigate that. And, and if she would have said, you know, I'm from... You know, I am a citizen, a friend, yeah, and I mean. blah, 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 and, you know, or feed you wherever she's from. And I was with blah, 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 science team. Um, I mean, maybe she she was... I mean, obviously she was just sort of panicking when she, when she did that. Because didn't she say, like, it's trying to get in or something like that? Like, there was some urgency when she was recording.
1: Yeah, and, you know, that's the thing. I mean, her message wasn't... She didn't leave the message she should have left if she wanted it to be sort of utilitarian. She left
0: a message that sounds good when other people find it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, if she, if she, so she left a message that was like what you said, I'm this woman, I'm from France, Uh, my team is trapped on this, was trapped on this island, I'm still here, they're dead, Uh, if you hear this, please come, I'm near Fiji, you know, like if she said that, you think they'd at least look into that?
0: I think I don't think the navy would look into it. I think it would be reported. To, okay, to it would at least be reported. Okay, I think I think that would be because that that's just the kind of thing you can report. I mean, you, you know, these agencies, these 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 police forces, these military forces. Like, you just don't go tell your commanding officer, "Hey, I got a message." Oh, what's the message? Oh, I don't really know. It was in French. This woman says some people were killed, and that's all you got. <laughs> you know. But if the message was this French woman, you know. Uh, When she You know When she crashed She's there there, You know She's the only survivor She's on this island You know Like details That you can actually Go investigate Yeah You know what I mean Like she was with This science team So they can corroborate That that team Has been missing Or whatever You know what I mean Right You gotta have that stuff To go I mean you've seen Enough movies to know Like you can't just Go to the police station and, And say Uh, you know, my friend killed 10 people. Like, that's not enough. You got to give details before they're going to investigate it. Right. You know, and that's local police. That's not like the Navy doing some, like, covert mission in the Pacific or something. Right. Right.
1: I'll concede, in a sense, yeah. I'd like to believe that they would investigate anyway, but, uh, but, uh, yeah. I'd like to believe
0: it too. I just don't don't think they would. Yeah, I just
1: don't think they would. I, I'm just I'm leaning towards believing my belief, but yeah, I okay. I mean, I think they'd definitely be more likely if she was more specific. Yeah, because uh, it would give them details. something to go on at least.
0: Exactly. You can't. I mean, who's going to take the time to try to put pieces together when there's there's no pieces to put together? Yeah. All they have is this sig- this signal, and all the I mean, the, the next step would be having to get the manpower and resources to, to go triangulate it, and then go actually to the place the signal is coming from. Right. You know, and, and if they, if they figured out the same thing that Saeed figured out that it had been playing for a while, you know, then they're really not going to investigate if they find out this message has been playing for two years or five years or ten years. Right. Or whenever they get it, you know, they're, they're really not going
1: to investigate then. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Airpoint. Um, anyway, let's move on. Uh, yes. Uh, so I want to note one more thing about this episode. Um, the cable that Saeed found and in this episode Hurley finds that, that like goes into the water, Yeah. Uh, it turns out that it eventually leads into the ground. So I just wanted to note that. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I always thought that was what was powering Russo's um, bunker. Really? Because, you know, yeah, well, I mean, I guess, I mean, what else would be powering it? I mean, I guess she could have some sort of generators, but she'd need something to run the generators. You know, because she had, like, lights in there, and then she had the, the thing she was, oh, but she was torturing him with the battery, wasn't she? Yeah, I thought
1: it was the battery. I thought that uh, was this the... is the
0: battery. I just picture her with a big switch that she was <laughs> maniacally switching on and off, you know, the big switch on the wall. Um, uh, I guess that was a battery. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just assumed it was b- it was powering that, but I guess not. I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, if it was powering that, that couldn't have been why it was put there. I mean, she she didn't have the yeah. power to run that line wherever it goes.
0: I don't know where it goes. I mean, I I would like to think. Obviously, the island needs electricity because the hatches have electricity. Right. Um. You know. If you have the resources, why not put the the, the electric generators somewhere else? Like, on a different island, miles away, or underwater somehow, somewhere, you know? Uh, The cable actually changed, though. When Hurley finds it, it's a different cable. Like, it just doesn't look the same. Said's cable was, like, it was a thick one and a thin one. And this one was just, like, one sort of medium one. Anyway. Um. Um... if I remember correctly. Continuity um, error.
1: Huh? Continuity error.
0: Yeah, continuity kind of error.
1: Um, or if you're on the forums, I think get something more. Oh, jeez. Dharma came Hi. and changed the cables.
0: I wanted to know. Oh,
1: jeez. <laughs> uh, that,
0: that means there's a glitch in the matrix when they change something. Yeah,
1: I saw... Can I just bring up real quick? I saw a post today that, that talked about the fact that they they show uh, you know when the plane's about to crash like the captain comes on and says like the capt or the, the 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 stewardess the flight attendant comes on and says uh, you know the captain has asked that you turn it that that you put on your seatbelt or whatever and they noted that in the three different versions of that scene she says something slightly different like it goes from the pilot is asked to the captain is asked and then it's put your seatbelts on and then it's like. Fasten your seatbelts. Like, slight, they're slightly different in each version. And it's like, some people might think this is a continuity error, but I think it's much more than that. Did they explain what
0: they thought that could be?
1: They, they were going to the clone theory that, um, that all the people were cloned
0: uh-huh. and
1: that their clones were, were put on the plane that crashed and the real versions of them are not. Like, they didn't crash. They didn't really but work out they... the theory very well, though.
0: Yeah, because why would there be multiple clones? <laughs> like, and so, so, so there's, like, four, there's, like, three different sets of clones, and we saw three different planes, like, that doesn't make any sense. And, like, three different planes, so there's three different islands, and each island had a plane of clones crash on. Come on, people, let's work a little harder on It's right? not a good
1: theory, but anyway, I just had to say it, because it's so annoying to me. How Plus, people... they already did the
0: clone island thing in the movie The Island, um. Yeah. So let's not retread that, please. Thank right, you. Right. Right. I wanted to mention, or so I, I should say, ask. Um, I, well, I mean, I I wanted to wonder. I wanted to wonder. I wondered, how did Danielle booby trap her bunker? Ah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wondered mean, that too. You gotta, you gotta think about the dynamite, of course. Yeah, that right? was my and first the Black thought. The But how do you? How do you like?
1: How do you? Trigger dynamite to a tripwire. Well, to quote luck, anyone who watches TV knows how to rig a dynamite trigger trap for your hatch, oh, for your layer. You know
0: that's true. Just that use a true. cigarette.
1: Just use a cigarette. Yeah, that wouldn't work. <laughs> See, you you press the trigger and then uh, it's connected to a lighter that lights the cigarette, and then and then when the cigarette burns, well, it, hits it the really fuse. should just.
0: As quick as that explosion was, it really should just light the dynamite.
1: Yeah, you know, I guess that would be easier. Why did I even put the cigarette in there? Uh, Poor design on my part. Yeah. Watch um, more
0: TV, fella. Watch more TV.
1: I mean I would guess that how it works. Like the trigger the trigger triggers something that lights up, you know, that, that has fire and then that lights the dynamite. I just don't buy that. Yeah. I uh, I'll buy it because I'll buy it. I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> well. I don't want to buy right. it, but I do because. I just don't think there's, I mean,
0: if any of our audience out there is dynamite experts or explosive experts. oops, oh, excuse me. If any, I'm going to say that again. If any of our. Uh, <laughs> one more time. If any of our listeners out there are dynamite experts or explosive experts, please tell me how. You can trigger a tripwire to ignite dynamite
1: i mean it's obviously possible but you have to use use the materials available to them
0: i okay i specifically mean yeah the materials that you know is available to them yeah i mean yeah i, I mean with it's... without an electric charge i just don't see how that's possible yeah i mean unless they unless she had some sort of like I don't want to guess anything. Could
1: she use, like, a gun somehow? Like, a gun and... No.
0: Okay. <laughs> Not at all. Um, Another question is, who built the bridge?
1: Oh, yeah, good point. My first thought about the bridge was related to the four-toed statue because it seemed like a really old bridge. Not like a 16-year-old bridge, but like a, like a... 1800s bridge, or something. I mean, it just it was very old looking.
0: Uh, yes, I halfway agree with you. It did look old, but it also looked made from the surrounding materials. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the planks, I think, really made it seem old, yeah. Uh, and so maybe we can say the bl- the people at the Black Rock, maybe. I mean, maybe there were survivors oh, yeah. from that, and so they. And you said 18th century, and by 18th, hopefully you mean 19th.
1: Yeah, I thought I said uh, 1800s, but...
0: Oh, maybe you did. Okay, then, then no. 1800s I would buy, because that's when the Black Rock is supposed to be from. Yeah. And I could see if they built uh, that bridge to get around or whatever.
1: I agree. Um, I agree. It fits with them more. That makes sense. fits with them.
0: Wow, we just came up with a theory, and there it is.
1: Yeah, I like it instantly. It's the truth. Um,
0: now, my other little, little, little idea or question or something common concern could the others be Rousseau's science team yeah you know um, not accounting for the fact they don't seem to speak
1: french uh, (laughs) oops yeah well um you know i mean i had the thought a few podcasts ago that it was possible that the sickness was her team joining the others
0: Hmm. Um, yeah i remember that
1: yeah like and and that's why you know um that the others were formed from her science team that'd be interesting how would they okay okay the hold F- on. i
0: think i think the french thing is the big the kicker
1: yeah, it's possible, though, that they do speak French and English, just like she does. But
0: she has an accent, and they don't.
1: Yeah, she barely has an accent. She, she, Her accent comes and goes. Well, but they don't have one at all. Yeah, I know, but they could be, like, intentionally not using one, or...
0: I mean, that's the thing. unless you're trained... I mean, if you're a native speaker of a language, unless you're trained to speak another language without an accent, you just... how do you do it? It's, I mean, maybe I could see if one of them or two of them, but for all the others that we've seen, uh, none of them have any hint of an a French accent. So I, I think it's really implausible that they're that they are our French or our native French speakers. Yeah, uh, not impossible unless they can explain it. You know, like that they. You know, I mean, them being a science team and sort of blah blah blah, then joining the island or whatever, or joining the others. I'm uh, I meant to say. I don't see how that they would just be, like... I mean, I could see if they were pretending to speak... To be English-speak... Native English speakers. If they are sort of the others because of something else. And not to do with the science team. I'm not making my point very well.
1: I I think I know what you mean. Yeah,
0: I mean... I mean, if they are the original science team... I don't see... I don't see them being as malicious as if the others have another backstory.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, it makes you wonder, like, what happened to the science team that made them, like, turn into the others? Yeah. You know? I mean, I wanted to believe that possibly they could join the others who were already there, but uh, I never thought about them constituting them solely. Yeah. And, you know, now that I think about it, this just occurred to me just right now. Um, Regarding him, you know, the the him that's behind the others.
0: Yeah, you think it's Richard?
1: Everybody thinks, not that I think it's Richard, but, like, everybody thinks, like, oh, it's Hanzo or whatever. And it just occurred to me, they're specifically, like, not not a part of the, the Dharma Initiative Hanzo Foundation conglomerate. Um, as far as we know, because, I mean, you had that that thing with the hostiles with uh, Kelvin and stuff, and uh, I don't feel like they would have called them that if they were team members, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, it seems like yeah. Well, I think I think the specific point to make there is that the hostiles could be former Dharma members. The others could be former Dharma members, but the point is that. Alvar shouldn't be in charge. Even exactly. You, you know, he just he just should not be the one in charge. I think him, if it's anybody that we already have heard of, is either Rosinski or it's Richard or it's that's it.
1: By Richard do you mean Robert? Yes. Okay. Just want to make just, sure.
0: <laughs> just testing you. Okay. You said anyway. it earlier
1: and I and I and I thought like vaguely that sounds wrong, but I don't know why.
0: Yeah, no, Robert. I thought it was Richard. Okay, but...
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Danielle's, like, husband, the the father of Alex. Her baby daddy. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> um, So, let's move on to Dis Ex Machina,
0: please. Please, please. Okay. Sounds good. Dis Ex Machina. Episode 19. Locke and Boone attempt to open the hatch using their latest invention. Back at the camp, Sawyer is suffering from headaches and asks Jack for his medical opinion on what might be causing them. Oh, my God. While in the jungle, Boone and Locke make a surprise discovery, which has tragic consequences for one of them. I wonder who... Oh, knows. God. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, I hate the way this was written. I can't believe they took the time to talk about Sawyer's silly plot. Well, first I want to say...
0: You know, Locke and Boone attempt to open the hatch using their latest invention. I know. It's, it's Locke's invention. Let's not mince words here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just, I imagine, uh, I imagine Jack coming up and talking to Boone and like...
0: Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Boone, when did you do all this? And Locke is busy toiling. Yeah.
1: And it. <laughs> oh, it wasn't me. It was Mr. Locke. Oh, God. And Locke just nods and doesn't speak because he's son. Um,. We do have to talk
0: about the title, and I was thinking about what this meant, but the other thing I want to point out, it says, "While in the jungle, Boon and Locke make a surprise discovery? <laughs> uh, shouldn't that be surprising? Shouldn't the word be surprising? Yeah. I mean, I guess surprise kind of fits, but it just it should have said surprising. Well, and Here's I want to point adjective. out, it was... Okay, I mean and it wasn't really a surprise because they were looking for it. Yeah,
1: Locke had the. Vi- I mean, the big surprise was Locke's vision, but they he yeah he was looking for it specifically. So surprise, The thing we were looking for was right there. Yeah, the hatch was a surprise, but like not yeah. not the plane. He saw it, so yeah. So
0: let's talk about what the title means, if it means anything. Please, please. Uh, Deus Ex Machina. Um.
1: Do so, we all know what that means? I, I assume all of our audience is quite literate and has heard this expression. Uh, well. which is an I'll old just, Greek expression. Uh, it's actually a Latin phrase. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's what I meant by Greek.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the Greeks used it, but the phrase uh, is—I mean, it's a the the language is Latin. It's clearly Latin. It. If I
1: had been, yeah.
0: Okay. Anyway, uh. Deus ex machina is a Latin phrase that is used to describe an unexpected, artificial or improbable character, device or event introduced suddenly in a work of fiction or drama to resolve a situation or untangle plot, a plot. Um, that's it.
1: Okay. So
0: examples are having the having a character wake up and realize it was all a dream or <laughs> an angel suddenly appears to resolve all the problems that the characters couldn't have resolved by themselves. Right. Uh, Or you know, and Deus Ex Machina um, is what's the translation? The machine. It's like God. It's like
1: God from the machine. Yeah. In the old Greek plays, you know, uh, it translated to a literal God descending at the end and saving the hero or whatever and resolving the situation. So it was very literal in the old days. Of course, now usually it's not actually a God that comes down and and saves people, but it's some sort of improbable thing that. Resolve the situation out of nowhere.
0: It, yeah, and it's it, it's God from the machine, God being played by one of the actors in the play, right. and the machine being the crane actually used to lower the character and right. set. Um Anyway, I was trying to figure out if there is an actual Deus Ex Machina in this episode. Mm-hmm. I have an
1: idea for what I think Deus Ex. Well, Machina let's is. let's hear it, Buster Brown. My theory about what Deus Ex Machina is is Locke's dream, because. They were stuck. They didn't know what to do with the hatch. And as things were going, they just didn't have any way to deal with it. And it this this dream comes, and suddenly now they have a mission. Of course, it doesn't really help them open the hatch, so that kind of hurts that theory. But it's the closest thing I can think of to a deus ex machina in this episode. I have to agree. That is the closest thing. Um... I was, you
0: know, I was hoping, you know, Deus Ex Machina usually resolves the sort of entire plot, not just the subplot. Right. Um, But there, like I said, there's nothing really in this episode that sort of resolves anything and big, you know, all the elements in the episode. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say, I'm trying to think, anything with Sawyer, nothing with Sawyer can really be, nothing ties into Sawyer with Deus Ex Machina, right? His headache thing. No. Like no, nah, I mean, basically he just finds he needs glasses and he gets glasses and that's it. Yeah. Um. I yeah, like, like if I guess... glasses
1: fell from the sky, you know, then I'd say, okay, there's the Deus Ex Machina. But, like, and and he picked them up and, oh, look, now I feel better. But, yeah, the way it's resolved is very scientific and not... Yeah. So, yeah, I guess
0: it's just basically that... Uh... Locke's dream. It doesn't you know it doesn't help them open the hatch, but the,
1: the, the other thing, I guess, I mean there's a whole thing with uh, with Locke's flashback. Um, it's not a Tata Sex machina, but there was mention of God. Uh, so I don't the know. Immaculate
0: Conception?
1: Yeah. Which by the way guys, just for you at home, Immaculate Conception does not mean virgin birth. It doesn't. They're totally different. The fact that, yeah, it was supposed to be... I'm not an expert. I mean, I looked this up just like everybody else, so I'm not looking down on anyone if they don't know that, because I didn't know it either. But I looked it up, and uh, it really means that Mary was born free from original sin, but by usual biological means. She did have a human father, yeah. And but but she was free from original sin. That was the immaculate part. So yeah. not, not that she didn't... So I so you could say well that's what she meant. No, she specifically means his he didn't have a father like he was it was a virgin birth. That's that's what she really means. So it's a popular misconception, um, and I just want everybody to know that. And it just bothers me. I want the writers to know that. Uh, but yeah,
0: I think I think it'd be it'd be less confusing if it was like virgin conception. You know, because I think I think people want to think the Virgin Birth is Immaculate Conception, because like God helped conceive you. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what Immaculate Conception seems to mean. Yeah. Virgin Birth obviously means you know, you know, a, a baby was born and the mother was never, you know, was was a virgin. Right. And I think yeah, I think it's the conception part is that becomes the misconception. Right. Um but uh, but I, I was just wondering, if, I mean, the, her, Locke's mom does say, and they have very similar eyes, by the way. I just wanted to mention that. Interesting. They sort of looked alike. Anyway, you say interesting, and I don't believe you. <laughs> I was wondering if, if I mean, she does say immaculately concepted, and I wonder if she literally meant that. Like that Locke was free from, from sin. Oh, well, like, but I mean, she... I, understand, I understand she also means
1: virgin birth. She says you don't have a father. You no, were magically conceived.
0: I understand that. And I'm just wondering if, if it fits in any way that, yes, she meant virgin birth, but maybe she did say immaculate conception on purpose also. Um, That's and the I'm thing. I would like to
1: believe you if she didn't specifically say what she meant by that.
0: Well, I'm just wondering if there's anything in the show that that we can look upon and and think about in terms of Locke being free from mortal sin or something.
1: I can't imagine how. Um, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I mean, he doesn't seem to be any more free from it than anybody else. Yeah. I mean, but how do you know? I'm I was wondering, just wondering. Because just because you're free from original sin doesn't mean you're free from sin in general. I guess.
0: I, I gotta say, immaculate conception sounds much better than you, Locke. You were version born. Yeah, I, I know. know. What are you? What are you supposed to say to that? It, it you, sounds.
1: Yeah, it does sound better. I agree. But uh, but yeah, it's just not what that means, sadly. Um.
0: I, yeah, it's not, it's not what it means, but I. It should mean the other thing too. Like an immaculate conception should lead to a virgin birth, like it shouldn't always, obviously, because Mary didn't. Right. But but what the what the phrase seems to connote, uh, or should denote, yeah, uh, is that uh, that God was the father type thing.
1: I, I mean, I think that's definitely one of the reasons for the misconception because yeah. it it sounds like it should mean that.
0: Well, if we all band together, we can get it changed. Screw the Catholic Church. We'll, we'll get it changed.
1: I think enough people believe it at this point. It's pretty pretty close to just becoming the definition.
0: I need the church to recognize it.
1: <laughs> oh, Ryan. man. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, right. We've I all think. seen the Da Vinci Code. I haven't, actually. I know. Me either.
0: Okay. Um... <laughs> So I want to talk about Locke since this is his BS. Please, uh, I love how Locke is pretty much always wrong. Yeah, um, I mean, in certain instances he's just wrong all the time. Right. He goes, you know, that scene they they flat they do the little you know, recap flashback thing at the beginning of the episode, and Locke is telling the the, the sort of walkabout tour guide hey this is my destiny you have to let me go you Mm -hmm. know on this walkabout and it's funny because he was wrong that wasn't his destiny yeah his destiny was specifically as we found out to for him to be on the island right and i just thought it was another instance of rock being wholeheartedly sure about something and being totally wrong yeah so my question that goes along with that is how does Locke know how to build a trebuchet
1: (laughs) oh dear
0: Because he's specifically shown abilities that go beyond his training uh, for the walkabout and his skills as a box salesman.
1: Yes. Well, he did have other jobs. I think he did pest control as well.
0: Yes, and I think that's how he knows how to get rid of the fleas on the island.
1: And he worked in a toy store, I guess. He worked at a toy store. And I gotta say...
0: When they use that mouse trap, oh my I mean, god! Was was that not pretty heavy? It was slick,
1: extremely. It
0: was, it was slick, but it was also kind of heavy-handed because they're like, "Who? Hey, look at this mouse trap!" And guess what?
1: I'm about to be put in the mouse trap myself. I know, I know. Oh, and no. they and they show it like coming down. They show it like, coming down because it's it's just when his mom has like shown up and it's like yeah. you're trapped now. Yeah, exactly. The trap has been set. You yeah. Know? I, I love that. I, I want to mention specifically related to that. Um, uh, you know, he says to the kid like so so okay, remember back when Walt and Locke played Backgammon in like episode three or whatever that is. Yeah, two and, I think maybe. And uh, I, I I don't think it was a pilot, but okay. Um, oh
0: I'm sorry, I forgot I forgot that the pilot is two episodes. Oh, okay. So you yeah, you do
1: right. we mean the same episode. Yeah. Um uh, Walt comes up and says, you know, is it like Checkers? And, yeah. and Locke says, no, it's a better game than Checkers. And he says it with this disgust, like, Checkers, yeah. what a lowly game that is. And yeah. now his favorite game is Mousetrap? Yeah. Come on, Locke, give me well, a fucking break. Could you get well, more lowbrow than Mousetrap?
0: Uh what'd you say? Could you do what?
1: Could you get more lowbrow than mousetrap? Uh
0: yeah, he did say it's his favorite game. I I think uh Locke was a different person back then. Yeah. You know? I think I think I think by game he means like board game. I but mean, he guess, Is chess a board game too, I guess? Yeah. I
1: don't know. And, but he, he looks down on Checkers But holds Mousetrap in a high esteem Well like... actually
0: Mousetrap Mousetrap takes a lot more I can st- I'll can i stand by him On Mousetrap Being, being more Something than Checkers But uh, it's a show Let's move on Alright minor point obviously Okay so so okay. So I have a whole theory, like I said, I think before I wrote one of this theory down on a piece of paper that I can't find. So some <laughs> of my some of my little details might be lost, and maybe you know you'll quiz me and uh, I'll I'll remember them. Okay. But uh, I wanted to talk about God. What was it? Um, I need to find my paper, but I think this is what my theory was. Okay. Yeah oh god
1: <laughs> can't wait you know I, I like to, theories oh. they're, they're fun and engaging and uh here at the last slowdown we strive to bring you as many theories as possible per episode um, yay if we don't meet a quota of at least two theories per episode we promise your
0: money back what is this the, the mid episode disclaimer <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I'm filling
0: time here so, so I wrote this down. I see my note here. And, this, and it, anyway, my point being, I think season one is all about testing Locke. Okay. Locke has a specific journey, and season one is about testing Locke. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is my big theory here. So, uh, give me some chance. I gotta formulate this. I mean, I mean, verbalize it correctly. Season one is all about testing Locke. Yeah. Once Locke finds the hatch, and uh, he finds the hatch and all this other stuff with season two He basically leaves the path that the island was trying to, to put him on. Mm-hmm. And when Echo comes into the picture and Echo and, and they find the Pearl Hatch, that is basically Locke getting back on the original path. So what I think is, you know, I was I was wondering how does Locke know how to build a trebuchet? How does Locke how is he getting all these visions and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that it's not specifically a connection to the island but connection to the people who used to live on the island, that that maybe maybe the spirit of these people This is going to be weird. Oh boy! Still lives on the islanders or the island. That basically the island is just inanimate, but mm-hmm. it's the spirit of these people that sort of gives the island this mysterious these mysterious powers. Okay. And basically, the island wants Locke to investigate or find out or whatever about the past about what what the core of the island is really about, the the whatever great thing the island is about, they want Locke to share in that, to experience that, to maybe even find their culture or something like that, right? Okay. And that's what basically, that, that was Locke's journey to, to, to go down that path and, and find that golden knowledge. Mm-hmm. But since Dharma was on the island and has the hatch and has all the stuff they were doing, Locke got sidetracked. He said, okay, I'm going down this path. The island is willing me to go down. And then it, it accidentally led him to the hatch,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which basically shook his faith in the island. Mm-hmm. And basically the island had to find a way to say, you know what? It's not about what Dharma was doing. It's not about the hatch. It's not about the numbers. It's about something else. And it had to find a way to get him back on that original path, which I think was basically showing him that... Everything that 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 sort of the general idea is that dharma is fake. Dharma is not real. Like you know the the, the hat, the stuff going on in the hatch was not real. Like the, all this dharma stuff is inconsequential to what we really want to show you. So mm-hmm. that's my that's my theory about what's going on with Locke. Okay. Okay. And so once they find, so the island helped because he lost his faith in the island in season two you know, with, with, with the problems with the hatch. Right. And and then, so, the island get, and still you know, helped Echo get Locke back on that path, you know. So that was the whole thing with going to find the pearl and, the, you know, the question mark hatch. Mm-hmm. And then, and because then, that was rock bottom. That was when Locke threw up his hands and was like, okay, I, that's it. Like, I just got my proof. Before, I didn't believe it. Before, right. I, you know, I was, you know, didn't really know what was going on. But now, I'm convinced that... That everything I thought was wrong, but it was just he was he, he thought the island was leading him to the hatch and to what was in the hatch, and that that was his destiny. But it's really something else that we'll find out in season three. And I think the fact that you know we saw the statue at the end of season two uh, is signifying that. And like like we said before in, in our spoiler section, that second part of season three is going to be about the island itself, right? And and the people who were on the island before Dharma.
1: Yeah, supposedly.
0: And I think that's what Locke is going to be a part of. That's what the island is trying to get him towards. And that's what we'll get towards once we get past all this The Others and Dharma and the Hatch stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's my theory.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I like the theory. Um, so I guess I need to throw some things at you uh, to Uh-oh. try to fit into your theory. Okay. First of I'm all... I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, Locke's vision, the the impetus for this whole episode um what what was the purpose of that vision it, the it, vision
0: of the plane it
1: yeah like under your theory it shouldn't have been le- of course it does not lead to opening the hatch um uh-huh. but why would he get that vision um with regards to the journey of learning about the island I mean it doesn't it seems to have to do with uh, people who certainly weren't native to the island I mean it's you know mm-hmm. this group of Nigerian drug smuggler. I
0: smugglers. think that, well, I guess I'd have to take a step a step further and say, because because Locke thinks that that Boone's death, that the island wanted Boone to die. True. That the island that the island basically challenged Locke, challenged his faith to say, "Are you willing to let this kid die in order to know our secrets?" Or something. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you take that as a given, take that as true. Then I think the the plane was it showed him the plane to get him to that test. Okay, so
1: it was I mean, just to lead him into making the sacrifice.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think now I don't specifically know when. I think some points when they're when they're trying to get to the jungle. You know, because the island was taking his his, his
1: ability to walk back, you know. Mm-hmm. At least he felt like that's what was going on. Something was happening. I mean, he didn't have feeling in his legs anymore. Um, well, it made me
0: wonder, did he ever have feelings in his legs? I yeah. Guess, I guess we're assuming he did, but uh, anyway. I feel
1: like if he didn't, like, he would have noticed before then.
0: Yeah. No, I think I think it was probably specifically the island was taking it back, but... Um, I think I think part of I think part of you know when Locke couldn't walk and he was stumbling and then he just like couldn't just walk anymore. Mm-hmm. I think part of that was faking and part of that was was the island taking his legs back, um, because I think he was basically because at some you know when they get to the end he just sort of falls down and when he falls down he looks up and there's the plane. Mm-hmm. You know if he didn't stop there they wouldn't have necessarily found the plane then. Mm-hmm. So I think – and then and then he, he had to – then, you know, Boone said, how are we going to get up there? And Lockett Media says, you have to climb up there. Right. Like, he doesn't – he doesn't ponder. He doesn't wonder how we're going to do this. He just – he says, you got to go do it. And I think I think he knows that this is the test that – and I think he – I mean, God, I'm reading probably too much into it. But, you know, we saw log dream. And I think it's one of those things where Locke probably was able to interpret the dream more than sort of we – because we just got to see it. Right. But, you know, and if you think about it in the real world, he he would have been able to interpret it more. And so he saw, you know, he's saying Teresa falls upstairs, Teresa falls down the stairs. You know, and that, was, that was about somebody dying, mm-hmm. you know. And then Boone was all bloody, and then it was the plane. Falling the mother... specifically. Yeah, exactly. And then the mother pointing – uh, you know, to the plane, you know. I got to say that dream was cool. They shot that very well. Um, so I think he was able to interpret the dream and know pretty quickly, you know, at least by the time that they found the plane that Boo needs to go in the plane, that he was probably going to die, but this is what the island wants.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think, that, I think that was largely a test. Uh, like I said, I think most of season one is all about testing Locke. He's got, he, they're testing him on various levels and his commitment and all this other stuff. Yeah, how far he wants to go, and I think I think that was probably the big big test. Um, I mean, oh, do you have more things to throw at me?
1: Well, yeah. Um, so he wasn't fully faking. I mean, he wasn't faking. Yeah, the... that's
0: the thing. I don't. I mean, I'd like to think he was faking at some point, but I don't think he was faking the whole time. Uh, I mean, he was. Yeah, I don't think he was faking the whole time.
1: Because like the scene where he's pricking his legs, no one's even there. So. He, he's yeah. not, like, doing that for anybody's benefit but his own. Mm-hmm. And, I, was, you know, if he was faking, I mean, that'd be weird.
0: Basically, the reason I want him to be faking at some point is that it makes it makes, it makes makes
1: his decision
0: to let Boone go up there more on his own. And not yeah. that, well, he didn't have a
1: choice. He couldn't walk. Well, that's what I was going to say. Know? That's why I never understood why he said Boone was a sacrifice because it seemed like he didn't have a choice. Like it was either you go up there or no one is because I can't climb because I can't move. That's why I feel like
0: I feel like at some point. I mean, I mean, it's hard to tell from what we saw, but I just feel like at some point he was faking. Like whether it was when he was just kind of stumbling, or whether it was at the end when he just like falls down and doesn't and can't walk anymore. I feel like that was really the point when he that he decides okay, I just I'm just gonna stop walking here at this point. Mm-hmm. And luckily that's where the plane was. So you can I mean, you take it either way but i mean he's that's the thing he says he says boone's death with the sacrifice he's been wrong before mm-hmm. but i think i think it makes the most sense to look at it as the island wanted to
1: sacrifice but i mean he does like when the plane starts to lurch you know before it falls he does say you know boone get out and he had time i mean if he had if he had listened to that and immediately got out of the plane he, he would have been okay but he was in there fucking with the radio. Jim. And that's really what resulted in it dying. It's not like Locke didn't even say anything. you know he, yeah. he did try to warn him. I feel like if he was really a sacrifice, it just wouldn't well, have gone down that way.
0: Then I guess I guess I would say that Locke wasn't faking any of that time and he he didn't know that Boone was gonna die. He didn't know that the island necessarily wanted. He didn't know what the dream meant. He didn't interpret it beforehand. And it wasn't until after Boone died that he put the pieces together that, that that's what the island wanted And he, he okay. calls that a, he calls that a sacrifice
1: So he decided after the fact that after the fact the, that the island took Boone as a sacrifice Not so much that he sacrificed him but that the island took it took him Yeah Because uh, it, it just didn't seem like he if, if, if he was supposed well, to have been sacrificing him I just the scene well, should have played differently was...
0: Maybe it was a thing like you know the island was was telling Locke to do things and he was doing him, and now the island was saying, "Okay, go find this plane," and the island wanted to see if he would really go do the effort to go find this plane. Mm-hmm. And and maybe 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 Locke knew Boone was gonna die, but not necessarily in the plane or related to the plane. Yeah. Um. So maybe that was part of it too that the that the island was testing him to see how far he was willing to go. Okay. Okay.
1: I mean after I after Boone like you know is critically injured and like he carries him back, um, you know he goes he goes to the, to the hatch yeah
0: and he's like this is you I did what you wanted right And
1: he, he's talking to the hatch like the hatch is the island you know yeah
0: because he thinks he thinks the island wants him to get into the hatch.
1: Yeah. And then the light coming on I guess restores his faith. Um, mm-hmm. because, uh, but I mean, it's like he. I mean, we know from season two that 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 lights nothing. It has nothing to do with, you know, the island telling him you're doing a good job or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is what it seemed like at the time. So like some sort of sign, like you're you're on the right path or whatever. Yeah, and I feel like that's how he took it, but it's not the case. So. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if he took
0: it as, as that and then later he's like, okay, well, it was a sacrifice because he's still thinking that that's what he's supposed to do is get into the hat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see why. I mean, that's the thing. He says it It was a sacrifice, but at that point he thought it was. In the long run, it may not have been. But, I mean, what else could it be? I mean, why was it basically just a premonition? One of those, like, paradox type of things where he went to go find the plane because he had a dream about mm. the plane, you know, like, so it, he had a dream of a fu- of a future that didn't necessarily happen yet.
1: Mhm.
0: You know, it didn't happen until he had the dream basically. Yeah. Um, and so maybe he just misinterpreted and he thought it was a sacrifice when really it was just sort of a, a, a premonition about what's going to happen. Okay. So I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. I could,
1: I could take it that way. Um, but I feel like the island, I guess the island's just not going to give up on him. I mean, he really, uh, I mean. Well, he's immaculately concepted.
0: Okay. Well, I, I thought it was weird that, you know, the island apparently told him to build the trebuchet, at least at least at some level, instructed him how to build it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, that, you just can't build that unless you know what you're doing. Right. I mean, unless it's like from all his experience playing Mousetrap, he knew how to build that. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I thought it was the interesting question of if the island told him to build the trebuchet, and Locke said, "Didn't Locke say it told it told me it would work? Um, why didn't it work? Why would the island have him do something that's not going to actually work? That doesn't it just, work, yeah. Just a, another test, like okay, let's see if you yeah. let's see if you'll go through the effort of building this thing. You know, I mean, under
1: your theory, it doesn't even care about him getting into the hatch." So, mm-hmm.
0: um, I think I okay. Well, hey, I think that's I think it actually it makes my theory work a little bit more because yeah, Locke is lock. Locke finds the hatch and he thinks that's what he's supposed to do, and he's desperately trying to get in. And he's he's sort of you know spending too much time trying to get to the hatch. And the island says, "Okay, you want to get in the hatch? Well, you know, it, I don't want you in the hatch, but how about this?" I'll give you a really good way of getting in there, and I'll show you that that's not going to work. Maybe that'll make you leave the hash alone. hmm Right. Uh, but it didn't. It didn't.
1: <laughs> so maybe, like, the thing it couldn't control was that light at the end, and which, you know, kept him and, on the path.
0: Or maybe, maybe um, oh, God, I just had it. Uh, Oh man, I just, I just, I just tied in what the Boone thing with that. What did I just say? That uh, uh. Oh well, I guess I was thinking that that um that maybe Locke was being. Well, I don't believe that, but maybe Locke was being punished. But I mean, Boone's death was a punishment for spending too much time trying to get into the hatch.
1: Oh. Like, like it basically
0: okay. like it showed him it showed him how to do the trebuchet just to let him just so he'd be let down, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And
1: then he has the dream. And when that wasn't enough to discourage him, it killed someone, his helper. Yeah. And that's yeah. not enough. <laughs> and that's not enough. So then it says, well this thing you've been working on is bullshit anyway, which causes them to want to sort of, you know, go in there and mm-hmm. finally let it run. Um, of course, I then mean, he th- finds th- that th- it th- does do something. Which <laughs> oh boy, I that's don't know. the thing.
0: Maybe maybe it's not maybe it's 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 not specifically what's in the hatch is unimportant, but don't go in the hatch. I mean, that's what Walt said too. Yeah. Um. He did. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. The island, in my theory, seems to lead him to to find out that not, what's in the hatch isn't real. Mm-hmm. But then it's really, well, it does something, because something happened when that failsafe went off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe... maybe well, it not just only... the
1: failsafe, but when you don't press the button, like, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, stuff happens. It's not... I mean, Yeah. Say what you will, oh, it's parlor tricks or something, but, I mean, it was a pretty strong magnet that was pulling the place apart. Uh, and and as we speculated, or not as we speculated, but as we mentioned, like, I don't know where that would have ended if they didn't use the failsafe, uh, you know. Well, at some point, I mean, there's
0: no such thing as infinite energy, although you can get a big amount and it's almost the same. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it
1: just have, like, swallowed everything in the world, like, metal? I don't know. Uh,
0: I mean, you gotta wonder what, what, I mean, I don't think this thing, I mean, do you think this is a real world type of, like, phenomenon? Like, this intense electromagnetic energy that's just in, like, (laughs) one spot and, like... No, I don't. I mean, where would it be? Where would it get its energy from? I mean, at some point, it seems like it would stop.
1: Yeah, yeah. It would, it
0: would, it would you know, pass its critical mass and just like dissipate. Right. What anyway, do I think? Uh, I wanted to know. But if that's the case,
1: why not just like let it and not bother with the stupid numbers and all that? But...
0: Well, that's the whole thing. Remember, they wanted to keep t- experimenting with it, right? And then, then we
1: come up with that. Oh, okay, like, okay. They,
0: it, you know, they they don't want it to go away. Okay
1: all right all right that raises a whole host of issues but not the not the task at hand i guess another interesting
0: on why does Locke know (laughs) why does Locke know this uh why does he know what nigerian money looks like yeah
1: i know i thought the same thing
0: (laughs) now what money is that
1: oh it's
0: (laughs) maybe i'm gonna go look up nigerian currency maybe it's got like you know the you know uh, you know, in Nigeria, we trust or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's got the country <laughs> name on there.
1: So they substitute pretty... Nigeria for God. That'd be weird.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm looking at Nigerian currency, and in the top it says Central Bank of Nigeria. Okay. So it's pretty obvious. But I don't know. It just seemed weird to me that that he was just like, oh, it's Nigerian money. But I'm looking at some various forms of Nigerian currency, and they all have... Central Bank of Nigeria. Yeah, uh, I mean, as
1: long as it's in English, you should be able to to read it and know. Yeah, for mo- most currency has the the country on it uh, that I've seen. Is so, English the official
0: language of Nigeria?
1: Um, I think it might be because
0: their money's printed in English. It doesn't. It
1: say it on on Wiki. Oh, I don't look at Wikipedia. Oh, I thought you were looking at Wikipedia. I am now. Now I want to look.
0: Yeah, English is their official language. That's yeah, okay. It,
1: it hey, was wait. probably it was probably an English colony.
0: Oh, the English never had colonies. <laughs> oh boy, everyone knows that. Um, that's just another... propaganda put about another... by the carpetbaggers. Oh, geez, you mean the? Uh... No, no. Another weird thing, little small thing. Is is when when Locke and Boone find the I guess uh, Echo's brother uh, or one of the people who was with Echo pretending Echo's brother to pretending to be a priest. Yeah, I think Echo's brother
1: was actually on the plane because I think he goes in and digs him out. Later. Oh, that's right, that's right. So that's not that's so, just one of the associates.
0: And then you gotta wonder why that guy was in a tree. Did he jump out of the plane? <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, you know, when planes crash on the island, people just, like, <laughs> propel themselves in weird directions for no reason. Uh...
0: uh... Uh, I wanted to I wanted to ask because he said Boone I guess says how long has he been dead and locked oh god Lock analyzes the clothing oh god I just don't understand why clothing is the default way to analyze how long someone's been dead on this island yeah I know like I any show I've seen any movie they always talk about the decay of the body right but on this show they always want to talk about the decay of the clothes <laughs> I just don't yeah. get it. I don't Making either. It makes sense to me, like, well, this is high-quality polyester, so who knows? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah,
1: I thought the same thing. I don't know. That's like, really How weird. does he
0: know that normal, normally clothing would completely decompose within two years? I don't and know. I don't, even, I don't even buy that. Me I don't either. even buy that. Like... I mean, I've seen, I've seen, like, items of clothing that have been out, like, in the, in the elements for a while. You know, you're driving down the street and you can tell something's been there for a while. Yeah. It's not completely decomposed. I've had
1: shirts for five or more years and they yeah. are not decomposing. Well, I, well, yeah, I
0: think he means specifically, like, in the jungle,
1: like... I know, it's supposed to be a joke. Yeah, Sorry. I was going <laughs> to laugh, but I couldn't tell if you were joking. I apologize for that. Um, that that, joke that was disguised as a boring statement.
0: Yes. Um, and how does he know it's high-quality polyester? Like, can you really tell just by looking? Like, I know. Like, high-quality, not just this is polyester. This is high-quality polyester. I used to be a polyester
1: salesman. And maybe he used to be a polyester, clothes there, salesman. There's a theme here. How did Locke know? Fill in yeah, the there's,
0: there's a whole thing about how he, did Locke He
1: know. just seems to know stuff that he has no, I mean, yeah, you can explain him hunting the boar and stuff, but at a certain point, it's like, he just knows too much. For... And then, he, then he's
0: like, gold teeth, obviously well off. Oh, I God. Know, there's a lot of people with gold teeth that are not well off. I know.
1: I, you know, I don't know. God. I mean, maybe like in Africa that's specifically a sign of wealth and he knows that, but I, I, you know. God, why would he know that? I know. I know. But it's Locke. He just he just knows a lot of stuff. I guess the island is a real expert in various things.
0: The island just knows everything. Cuz
1: that's the thing. I mean, even if even if you say, "Oh, the island's telling him like, how does the island know that stuff?" The island is psychic too, I guess. It can read, <laughs> read
0: the minds of dead people. Yeah,
1: I mean, okay, okay, you know what? Okay. They're dead there. Maybe it got it from them. Fair enough. Yeah. It, they, it said it read their minds and then it told Locke. But, they,
0: but they're dead. How did it read their minds? It, it read their, their minds there.
1: right before they died. Oh, okay. You know, I'll like that.
0: Yeah. It had to do it quickly.
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows? I guess, like, we're to assume they just died in the... car. Maybe that guy, like, lived and he sort of, like, crawled away or something. No way. Not at all. I tried. I tried. The plane was <laughs>
0: was on top of a cliff. Like, there's no way. He, like, crawled out and got down and then climbed up a tree somewhere
1: else. You know, I gave it a go. Well, uh... see you later
0: next time. So, another interesting thing. I'm just going to take up all the time. Um, Locke calls Boone's son
1: Really? Right before,
0: right before Boone is about to die Just like when Locke's dad called him son Right before he stole his kidney
1: when, when was that? In the episode No, no, no What Specifically what scene was it that he called him son?
0: Uh, hold on, hold on Let me find it I need to look at the transcript I'm looking already Uh, It was basically right when Locke is, what's his name? Boom. Boom. Let me find it.
1: Okay, I'm looking uh, as well.
0: I actually don't see it in here.
1: Uh, Let's see. Well, they sure say sun a lot. Rezone. Oh, here it is.
0: Can you move your legs? This is when Locke couldn't walk. Oh. And he's like, just help me up, son. And then he goes, okay.
1: Yeah. Wow. I never caught that. Yeah, yeah. He
0: calls him, he calls him
1: son. Wow. And
0: he's basically, I mean, in some respects, he's using Boone the same way he was used.
1: I know. I mean, that's what, that makes that that makes that theory very concrete. Yeah. When they have him specifically say that. I didn't even I now now that I think about it, I remember him saying that and it didn't occur to me but like I've never heard him use that expression with anybody else. No. Uh,
0: I think I think basically he formed the exact same relationship. I mean, he I mean, maybe he knew in the long run that Boone was going to help him on his journey and he, he, he basically used him all this time to get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was just sort of forging that relationship with him uh, because Boone, you know, the same situation. Boone didn't have a, didn't seem to have a strong father figure, in right? Well, his really. father was dead. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> they will do it. Um <laughs> Well, but, I mean, the they were remarried. I mean, he had a stepfather or something. Oh,
1: okay. Uh,
0: but, I mean, he didn't ever have a strong father figure in his life. Mm-hmm. Bo- and, and Locke becomes his father figure. Definitely. But then Locke needs something from, him, um, you know, the end of this being, you know, him to die or him to help him, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing that Anthony Cooper did to Locke,
1: you know. Right. I don't know that Locke is as knowingly screwing Boone over as, True. you know, Cooper is. But there's definitely an analogy there. Yeah. Uh, I, you can't be denied based on that line I can't that's yeah wow wow Yeah and he,
0: yeah he, he says it in a very
1: weird way really glad you pointed that out
0: uh, well I I try to pull my weight unlike some people
1: oh I don't know who you could mean wow
0: it's not me <laughs> I also thought it was interesting how uh, how young they can make Locke look the flashback scenes—he just looks like twenty years younger than me. I don't know. I don't know what they do. I mean, I know they like he's you know clean-shaven and all that, and he's got yeah. a little, a little hairpiece. But like, he just looks so much like in his eyes and everything. Maybe he's just a good actor. He just looks so much younger and more youthful in those earlier in those flashbacks. Yeah, uh, it's it's really amazing.
1: I I. I read or heard this is oh this is silly to even bring this up because I don't know anything specific about what I'm gonna say, Go but um, somewhere I was reading I think that like the way they approach the flashbacks is completely different. The actors and like the crew and everything like the way they light it and shoot it and the way the actors perform it or are told to perform it is completely different. In some specific way, from the way they're supposed to be on the island. Yeah, I'll buy that. So, I mean, I think there's there's some sort of, I, I mean, obviously there's makeup involved, um, yeah. but I think he's doing something acting wise too to to make himself like seem younger. Yeah,
0: there's something going on. He just he just looks so seems so much younger. It's crazy.
1: I mean, I didn't really think that, but um, but I think they are doing specific things uh, to to give that effect so uh yeah it's interesting
0: well i think i'm done you're done
1: wow nice yeah i mean all the issues that i had were pretty much raised by going through all that so i'm done too
0: i got one more little
1: thing okay i
0: believe it was when they are um searching for the plane uh, Locke pulls out his compass and looks at it. Really? Yeah, the same compass he gave Saeed a couple episodes back that he apparently didn't
1: need. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, so I thought it was weird. It just, I caught it because we, we made that point a while ago. Mm hmm. And, uh, yeah, he just, he's walking and he stops and he pulls out his compass. I'm like, wow, Locke, I thought you didn't need that anymore. Maybe he
1: has more than one. Or maybe Saeed gave okay. it back to him and he was like, it's defective.
0: Maybe, maybe. But why would he give it back to him? I know. I hate. It. That... I hate what
1: I'm saying. But yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, I agree. Those are those are viable options. But I think it's the, the writers forgot. The people forgot. The, oops. You know, yeah. Oops.
1: Actually, I I listened to the commentary and they mentioned that that um that that material that the compass was something they just added in because the episode is too short. Oh, um,
0: the whole the the whole scene with him giving up his compass.
1: Yeah, that scene and the scene with Jack where they talk about the, the whole compass subplot was not... <laughs> the whole compass fiasco? <laughs> that was... Uh... <laughs> of 1825, yeah. It, uh, everything was different after that. Uh, yeah. You, uh, the, the times were... Anyway, uh, yeah, that, that whole thing was... Uh, uh, was in addition because the material they had with Boone... And their flashbacks didn't fill up the time, so they needed, Aww, they needed like, an it's extra like, two or three minutes.
0: It's just like Boone for his flashback not to fill up enough time. I know. <laughs> God, Boone, even your flashbacks aren't good enough.
1: Oh, sorry, Boone. We Aww. love you
0: anyway, even though you're dead. Oh, yeah, well... That's okay, he's dead. On, since he died on the island, he went to heaven.
1: So what I wanted to say <laughs> was... Uh, regarding that, since it was, like, something they just threw in there, um, I mean, they threw it in there because it's true, and they want to add something to the episode, and they thought, we'll add this, but, uh, uh, it could be that they, that since that was just, like, a late addition, um, that they just, like...
0: yeah, I just, I'm always, I mean, it happens in just about any sort of entertainment production, these, these, like, these, like continuity errors and you would just you would i mean i'm sure there's plenty of errors that people actually catch before it gets into the final thing yeah but it just it's funny how you would think of, of the actors and the crew and the people writing because someone had to write in the script well i would assume someone wrote in the script lock stops looks at his compass mm-hmm. and somebody would remember hey you know two episodes ago or whatever, log gave up his compass. Let's not put that in there. Right. But But I I mean, I know everybody's busy and they're focusing on every single other thing, but uh, it just, it's one of those things that you just would assume someone would, some one person would remember that he gave up his compass already. Right.
1: Well, see, my theory is that possibly, since that was a late thing, that maybe like, not everybody even knows about it. Like, they were like, all right, well, we shot it and we've got 38 minutes. And like, like maybe the head writers knew and they say okay we need to add something we'll throw this in and like it didn't even get to the room like people didn't even know about it and maybe they hadn't even seen the episode by the time they were writing this one and so maybe Mm. they they didn't even know whoever wrote the episode didn't even know Um, i don't buy that only because i mean a
0: little bit but in terms of the writers oh boy i just want to especially
1: not buy it because damon and carlton wrote this episode
0: yeah, I mean, they should know what's going on. I mean, even David Carlton didn't write this episode; they should know what happened two episodes ago, even if it is a late edition. They they read those scripts. They 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 would read the final shooting script, and and know. I mean, I, I it's it's just something they overlooked, But yeah, not, but, that, but they going, have you know. messed
1: up before, so yeah, um, but I don't
0: I don't think the cause is that it was a you know they just didn't know.
1: Yeah, okay, fair enough. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to help them.
0: Hey, I just got to shoot you down. That's okay. I know.
1: Got to shoot something. I mean, I don't really agree. I Just just because that stuff was specifically a late edition, I was thinking somehow that was the reason.
0: Yeah, and I'll buy that 0.23%. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. That's a number. I didn't even know.
1: I'll take what I can get. Ooh. Coincidence? Or did you just
0: open the box? I opened the box, but all the box has is percentages. Oh, And nobody wants those. That's a boring box. Well, it's a math box, so it is boring. Oh thing. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Are you done with this episode? I am.
0: Well let's move on to do no harm, because there's none to talk about in that one. Yeah, do no
1: harm's gonna be shortest episode discussion ever.
0: Yay! Everyone listening is just thrilled that we're almost done. I just can't can't wait to say episode twenty, do no harm. Locke leaves the seriously injured Boone at the caves, forcing Jack to take heroic measures to save Boone's life. Unaware that her brother's life hangs by a thread, Shannon spends the night on the beach with Saeed. As their relationship evolves, Boone's condition worsens. Ooh, look at the parallels there. Jack's abilities are further put to the test as Claire goes into an unexpected labor. Um, Do no harm, Jack. Do no harm, okay? You took the Hippocratic Oath like everyone else
1: everyone else okay the everyone else yeah. you didn't you didn't take the hippocratic oath in fifth grade no i didn't i must have had chicken pox
0: oh geez or maybe it was the measles okay what do you think about this episode i mean <laughs> as we talked before off podcast there's not a lot to say about this episode because it was it was a it wasn't a bad episode uh plot wise but in terms of what the big questions and what's going on, on the island and all that good Mysteries, stuff that we like to talk about, yeah. there, there's nothing really
1: there. I mean, um... yeah, it's 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 an episode that I, I like. It's like I usually usually these character episodes are very boring to me, but this one is you know it's quite dramatic and uh, uh, and I think it's it's good in a way, but uh, but it's just yeah. In terms of this podcast. We, I mean, we're not just here to like talk about the kind of stuff that this episode concerns. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so there's just not just not a lot there. Um, I I do have some things, a few tiny things. So, I guess I may as well. Uh, you want me Please. to go Please. Okay. A small, a small pointless note. Uh, Jack's like friend in the flashback that he's you know, that's getting fitted for a suit you yeah. Know? yeah he's the he's the friend from the first flashback in white rabbit who's getting beat up uh by the bullies you know oh that that's the guy like if you if you jack of what he says his name is that's him you can follow oh, good. that yeah so that's just a tiny note that i noticed because when i heard him say his name i said oh yeah that was the name of the kid anyway um another thing i wanted to point out was boone when he's dying he says they built a hatch, and I'm like, "They built a hatch? Is that what he says?" I yeah,
0: I didn't, I didn't catch that he said that.
1: Yeah, he says they they built a hatch, <laughs> and I thought that was a really odd thing. I would say I would expect like we found a hatch, but he says they built a hatch.
0: I, well, I didn't remember hearing that, but that immediately makes me think he means the others or someone else on the island built a hatch. Like, he's obviously not saying he and Locke built a hatch.
1: Oh, here's what he says. Okay, I'm looking at the transcript. <laughs> All right. no, Boone says, no, it, uh, okay, Locke said you fell from a cliff. No, it fell plain because of the hatch. We found a hatch. Jack says, Boone, Boone, stay with me, stay with me. Boone says, Locke said, John said, John said not to tell. They built a hatch. <laughs> So, yeah. You say the others. You think that's what he's assuming at this point?
0: Uh-huh. Let's okay. see.
1: What transcript are you reading? Lost TV Forum?
0: I'm on uh, I'm on twisttv.com and they say that Boone said, Locke said, dot, dot, John said, dot, dot, John said, dot, 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 not to tell about the hatch. And that's what I remember hearing.
1: Okay. The... Okay, this transcript says they built a hatch. The closed captions on the uh, DVD say they built a hatch.
0: They built a hatch. Really? Yeah. Okay. So basically what he's saying is John said not to tell that they built a hatch. I mean, is that sort of the phrase that he was trying to say? Well,
1: after that, that he he says we found a hatch, and then John said not to tell. I feel like that's what... That's what John said not to tell. We built, we found a hatch, and then he says, "They built a hatch." I'm like, that's another thought. Ugh.
0: I, I don't, you know, I don't like that. If that's really what he said, I mean, I like it in the sense that we're gonna find out that there's others, but it doesn't make a lot of sense for him to say they built a hatch. I, I don't understand why they would put that in the show like that.
1: Um, because well, he shouldn't
0: know about it. He shouldn't reference they. Well, I
1: agree. That's why I, That's why I wrote it down. Because I thought that was uh, a weird thing for him to say. Now, what it could be is that the closed captions were mistaken. It's happened before. And he actually said about the hatch. And... I'm, about
0: to, I'm about to listen to it in three seconds. and I that's... want to hear from myself what it sounds like to me. Because I don't remember them saying they built the hatch.
1: He's saying it, you know, in that undying voice so, yeah, so it's know. it's not easy to understand them. but that's why I had the closed captioning on so that's why I knew or that's why I picked up that he supposedly said that so uh, I it just it reminds me of when Charlie's like all they wanted was Claire like people are using these words and they don't seem to have a reason to use them
0: yeah, no, the closed caption's wrong. I totally hear about the hatch. I think that let me let me see. It it doesn't sound like they found the hatch to me at all. Plus, it just makes more sense to what he's what he's trying to say. Oh God, man! Did you listen to it closely? Did do you hear them saying they built the hatch, or can you not tell?
1: Um, it sounded like it sounded like it could be that to me.
0: Uh, I, I mean, he is speaking in that dying voice, but it sounds pretty clearly to me like about, not they built, but I don't know. Closed captioning says they built. To me, it sounds like about, so I'm going to go with about cause that makes more sense.
1: I agree. I and, agree. And,
0: and, 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 this transcript right here says about, so at least someone else heard it too. Right. Um, yeah, it makes more sense. Anyway. Um, my leg hurts. Yeah, Boone. You're about to get it cut off. So.
1: <laughs> Not quite.
0: Uh, oh, you got some more stuff?
1: Couple more things. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go and then I'll just go and. Jack gets a don't tell me what I can't
0: do. I know. I'm like, did you hear Locke say that or what?
1: <laughs> yeah. That was one of those things where I don't know how to take that. Um, Another thing is. Did Jack's mom, like, not even show up to his wedding? Uh, I mean, they didn't really address what? it, but... What's the deal with his mom? Yeah, like, I only remember his mom from that one scene in that flashback where she's like, you better go find your dad after what you did. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, 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 like, go get him, Jack.
1: Yeah. She's, I mean, she seems really awful, but I think that's the only time we really see her. I could be wrong because i don't remember all those flashbacks from season two but uh i, I, really I just i wonder like them. where she was supposed to be during this wedding it seemed weird like i guess it's just focused on his dad because his dad's like the main person he has a problem with but it just seemed weird they didn't even address that at all
0: yeah they didn't i mean i could only assume that there's some sort of uh i mean maybe Maybe they're separated at this point or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. The guy's a mess. <laughs> He's a mess. <laughs> and that's it. That's all I got. Cool. So,
0: so I just rain. wanted to... Yeah, I just wanted to say a little... Very little things That, uh, like, when Claire, Claire is having contractions, she says, I'm not having contractions! And she basically says, I just need to catch my breath. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, the breathing thing again—the mm-hmm. breathing to solve all of life's problems. Oh. And I did. I loved how what seems to be Claire tries to stop
1: breathing, so she will die or yeah, something. Yeah, that was what weird. She... I didn't. I thought she was trying to like keep the baby inside her, like by force, like she was. Yeah,
0: but it, but she stopped breathing.
1: But I thought she was stopping breathing because she was like using all her force. To, like, hold the baby inside. Not that she was specifically trying to just stop breathing.
0: Okay. Well, nevertheless, I thought that was a weird thing to do, Claire. You're silly. Because I
1: think when you exert
0: yourself,
1: like, your tendency is to sort of hold your breath when you're about to do some, like, hard task. You, like, hold your breath and then, you know, you're supposed to breathe, but I think the instinct is to hold your breath, so. Yeah, that's why I
0: thought she was was trying to stop it by not breathing, because you're supposed to breathe when you're, you know, specifically when you're having a baby. hmm And I thought she was trying to do the opposite of that so the baby wouldn't be born. Anyway, I thought it was weird. You know, Boone's last words are tell Shannon. Oh. I and mean, That's it. And I was wondering what, tell Shannon what?
1: Yeah, I thought it was a cop-out, because, like, the only thing he could possibly say is something really cheesy, and so it lets him not have to say it, but essentially be like he said it. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like he didn't say anything. Um, I mean, something obvious, like, tell her I love her, or tell her she's good, or, I don't know. Tell her I'm sorry, I, or... I
0: thought it would be more like, tell her I'm over her, or something. Oh, okay. Something more, like, along the lines of his of his recent journey.
1: Yeah, okay. You know?
0: And I think that would be something that would help her get over him, too.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. But,
0: uh, I mean, we'll never know.
1: We'll never but, know. uh...
0: Just thought that was interesting. Um, <laughs> is that it? Is that we have nothing to talk about with this episode? Yeah, you
1: know what can you do with it? It's...
0: Um, I gotta say, Sun is very resourceful, and that without her, a lot of things in this island would not have gotten done. Yeah. Um, you know, she gets the sea urchin for the hollow needle. Needle. Shark, yeah. I, mean, uh, I love. Was that was that like a culturally like like, biased comment when Jack was like, a vein is like a wet noodle. You know about noodles, right, son? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just, like, it dawned on me. I'm like, well, I understand your analogy, but I don't know. The fact that he said noodle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> son, son veins that... are like veins are like grains of rice.
1: So put it in terms you can understand. Yeah,
0: they're like grains of rice. They're better with soy sauce. <laughs> no, that's mean. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what he meant by that. But I guess he's just was just a coincidence.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I didn't take it that way. But who knows?
0: You didn't take it as a coincidence.
1: I didn't. I didn't take it. I didn't take it
0: as not a coincidence. So you did not take it as an not coincidence. Thank you. Just I rephrase it for you. Yeah.
1: You you make Bye. you make my muddy logic crystal clear.
0: I, I there's a I mean, the whole thing Jack is doing this episode is very commendable. He is a hero. No. Oh, um There's a hero
1: in us all.
0: Well, there's a couple in Jack then. is um, he's a cannibal, no. Um
1: That's a weird thing to say.
0: I know. I wanted to talk about, you know, the measures he takes to save Boone, but we've all seen the episode, so we all know what he did. Yeah. Uh I thought they were all interesting. The compartment syndrome was a nice touch, you know, that even though he tried to give him a t- blood transfusion, which on a, on a tropical deserted island, that's a pretty hard thing. I love the fact that they had tubing. I remember, I, I thought the same thing when I watched this episode that I thought when I first watched it. Like, okay, you're trying to do a transfusion, you need a needle. Okay, now you got the needle. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get the blood from point A to point B? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing really on using island materials that you can ma- You can't make any sort of tubing. Right, you know, you just can't—not anything that'll that can contain blood and keep it sanitary. Right, but great—they have plastic tubing, just yeah, handy, and it fits perfectly with the with the needle from the uh, sea urchin. So I thought that was a little yeah. too convenient. That's another
1: thank God for yeah. plastic tubing smugglers. I know
0: who who brings plastic tubing on a plane? Uh huh, huh. huh. But uh, oh, he was Jack. You know, that's the thing. Usually, a lot of times, like in Charlie's flashback, like when when the point sort of was, you'll never take care of anyone, mm-hmm. you know, when, which was at the point that he really wanted to. Right. Uh, Jack's flashback was basically like, you don't know when to give up. And usually they go with those flashbacks and some most of the time, I think, they learn a lesson from remembering that. Yeah. And then, so you would think Jack was going to decide, I mean, he... Decides to give up after the fact he should have.
1: Well, that's the thing. He only gives up because Boone specifically asks him to. Yeah,
0: so he really doesn't give up. I mean, that's the thing. You, th- I-, I thought with that backstory... When Jack's dad was just like, okay, you don't know when to quit. Right. Right, which is basically why he married the woman he really wasn't that in love with. Right. And then you thought with all this Boone thing, with him trying every single thing, that at some point he was going to say, well, I've done all I can really do. But no, he just keeps going. Yeah. And I think it's interesting how he is, he's one of those characters that's like good to a fault. Like his, his major flaw is that he's sort of too nice, too good, too willing to help. Mm-hmm. because it, it 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 i don't know why it's bad but it is it just comes out bad sometimes yeah so i, th- I think that's interesting for his character you know that that he's just a, such a good guy that he doesn't he doesn't know how to not be a good guy and that right. becomes a fault right
1: oh jack only you would have a fault like that Mm-hmm. i'm just too perfect well it's
0: like kate you know she's uh the only crime she would commit was a nice crime oh yeah she's a nice girl from canada
1: oh yeah so oh I think that, oh I well something well um, plus
0: you have some stuff to talk about with the
1: spoilers right yeah yeah we gotta do we gotta do the spoilers can we do
0: it in 20 seconds yes okay let's go well let's let's hear the thing you just thought of
1: oh you want to do it in 20 seconds no the thing i just thought of is something we need to bring up in the future um not you write it down
0: you write it down Uh, oh i'll remember (laughs) oh mrs ravenscraft you never remember Uh,
1: okay yeah uh you're saying that the spoilers in 20 seconds We, we can go through them fast it's all about how much we want to talk about them um okay so all of you fans out there turn it off if you don't want to hear spoilers about season three um, now okay good and okay so everybody's that's here wants to hear them. Um, the first thing I want to say specifically is I, I just I, I discovered while looking for spoilers that I think the best place best organized and best like place as far as finding spoilers in a central location is the fuselage forum, actually. Uh, the threaded board has a place that's uh, uh, lost uh, Lost spoilers, something like that. Uh, yeah, lost spoilers. So uh, I recommend everyone who wants spoilers to go there. I can't possibly cover everything they've given us. It's, it's a wealth of things. I've just kind of uh, picked a few things out um, Interesting. That, uh, that I thought were interesting. But there's there's lots more than what I'm going to say. So, uh, and, the, and the new spoilers are added, they're dated, there's a source, what they're about, it's, it's nicely organized, that's what I like about it. Okay, so here's the first blow. So last, you know, last episode I gave you titles and centricity for uh, episodes one and two of season three. Um, so now I'm going to tell you about episode three episode three wait, wait
0: wait 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 I don't I, I love the spoiler section but I don't necessarily want to hear spoilers what How much, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not really big on spoilers so do I have to
1: listen this isn't a big spoil I mean I'm not I'm specifically picking things that are that are I'm not I'm not picking the things that are like real hardcore spoilers um,
0: but it's it's about what's gonna happen in in, in episode three
1: yeah. It's a tiny thing. It's basically the title, the centricity, and a small plot element.
0: Okay, that's fine.
1: Okay. The title of episode three, of season three, is going to be, supposedly, the Glass Ballerina. Oh, God. This is a... Can you guess? Kate? No. Oh, Sun and Jin? This is a Sun-centric episode. Oh, just Sun? Uh, According to this... Wow, that's interesting. It's a sun-centric episode, and apparently in this, she has a dream of her future featuring her nine-year-old daughter. Oh, God. Which, according to this spoiler, is Korean. Okay. So, uh, that's all I got. Um, so,
0: that goes along with Michael being the father of the baby.
1: Right. Which rules out that theory, if true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, interesting, interesting. So, I don't know where that's going to lead as far as her having a vision in the future. Does it imply that she gets off the island? What is her nine-year-old daughter going to have to do with anything? I can't imagine.
0: And I'm really surprised she's even having a kid.
1: Yeah. So, I want I want,
0: to, I want everyone on the island to wake up and realize Sun isn't pregnant. Just, I want that just to go away.
1: Oh. Um, see, like, I was wondering how they're going to deal with it, because realistically she won't have it for a billion seasons. Um, and they're just going to, oh, so they're just going to do it. We're going to see the future of it. Yeah. Like, this seems to be a clue to how they're going to deal with it. Oh, good.
0: So we never have to actually deal with it on the island. That's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. So
0: that kind of means that she gets... I mean, depending on what the dream, where they are in the dream... Right. That means that she gets off the
1: island. That's the thing. It doesn't say where they are in the dream. And, I mean, it doesn't say any. It doesn't say whether the dream really is what happens or she's just having this as a vision or something, you know? so Well, they said vision
0: of the future.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I guess it didn't have to be
0: an accurate vision. Right,
1: right. I mean, that's the way this, this spoiler person worded it. So, you know, I, I don't know how much faith to place in their specific wording. I would just look at sort of the general meaning of it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So there's that. Episode four of season three is supposed to be called Every Man for Himself. And... Uh, Sawyer. It... <laughs> no? No. Charlie? Good guess. No, no. I don't know how long to let you go.
0: Well, the last person I would say is Hurley, but... No. It's not Jack. No. It's not Locke. No. Is it Jen? No. (laughs) Is it a man? It is a man. Bernard? No. (laughs) You see, I'm desperate. (laughs) I can tell, yeah. That's a Uh, last resort. Uh wait, 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 wait. Who's left? Uh I already said Charlie. Oh, Said? No. Oh damn. <laughs> I was hoping it was Saeed. Sorry. Uh that's all the
1: characters, man. Yeah, you're forgetting one specific character. Okay, let me see
0: let me see if I can remember him. Hold on. Let me see who it is. I'm looking at pictures. <laughs> uh it's not uh it's not Mr. Echo. No. Uh, I'm forgetting a character. It's not Walt. No. Oh, is it Mike? It's not Michael. No. Who else is on this island? <laughs> I've named all of the characters. You're, I mean, I guess I haven't, but... Yeah, you're uh, forgetting You're forgetting
1: a person. Boone,
0: Boone is dead. Yeah,
1: Boone's dead. That I mean, would be weird.
0: A, wait, it's a man, right? It's a man. It's not Locke. Not Locke. Not Sawyer. Not Sawyer. Not Charlie. No. Not Jin. No. Not Saeed. No. Not Jack. No. Not Hurley. No. You tell me there's another man... Was this Was this person in season one? No. Oh, okay. So it's a season two. It's a new person. hmm I don't remember who's new besides
1: Bernard. Just... I could give you a really obvious hint. I don't know how to... I don't know how you know who this person is. You're just not thinking of them as an option. It's a main character? I wouldn't call him a main character. Steve? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's Steve-centric. Wow. That would wait, be crazy. wait wait. You
0: wouldn't call them a main character. No. It's someone who's in the tail section. No oh 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 i know who it is it's uh it's henry no oh
1: (laughs) you're you're closer though wait
0: so they weren't in the tell section and they weren't in season one right it's not ethan is it no okay because he's dead that would be nice but no uh
1: uh is it tom (laughs) this is fun no is it wait is it one of the others i'm really no it's not i'm really amazed at how how you've named like everybody on the island is it is it it's not
0: robert (laughs) no (laughs) i don't get how i don't get how they weren't in season they weren't a part of the original tale section right right and they weren't a part of the fuselage section, right? Right.
1: But they're. If, I
0: don't know how they can be. And if they're not an other. Oh! 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 Okay. 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 There's one
1: person who fits the bill.
0: I got it. I, it's Desmond. It's Desmond. Oh my god. I forgot about it. You know? Wow. I'm like, if you're not an other and you're not a tail section and you weren't in season one, you're not on the island. Oh. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, there's only one person left, and you just specifically didn't name that I person. I just
0: i I forgot about him. Totally forgot about Desmond. Oh God, brother. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry, folks, for taking you through that guessing game. Yeah. I, I couldn't even. I just <laughs> forgot. He, you know, I was just thinking it was a it was a main character. Yeah. You know, he, I was reaching. I was like. Henry? Look yeah. at a Henry.
1: Look when at you Henry said Bernard, Henry. I knew you were really desperate. Yeah, yeah, god please. That was uh, that's the end of your rope. Cuz if they All did right. Bernard in episode 4, I mean, they they yeah. lost it.
0: They lost it. That's it. it. They're nope, they're done being good. So, you, so this is a Desmond episode. The Desmond
1: centric episode is called Every Man for Himself and apparently he has flashbacks to his time in prison. So that pretty much means he survived
0: the, uh, the thing, right? I guess, yeah, that's part, although I
1: spoiled that last podcast. Um, huh? I spoiled that last podcast.
0: You, I don't, I can't tell what you're saying.
1: The In the last podcast, I uh-huh. I gave that as a spoiler that Desmond survived, and Locke.
0: Oh, I wasn't listening. Oh, okay.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, they, that's pretty much been revealed, and, um... I think it's been pretty much revealed that Echo survives too. So, I think I think they're all going to make it. I wonder if the hatch is still there then. Uh, I believe it's going to not still be there.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's alive, but the hatch has just disappeared. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I read a specific quote from someone who said, the hatch is not going to be a part of season three. Wait, but does that mean it's not still there? Well, yeah, I think it's going to be irreparably damaged. I mean, I don't think it's mm-hmm. going to disappear, but uh, I but like I think they're just going to leave it.
0: All right, what's the next
1: one? Okay, the next thing is, this is just some sort of general stuff. Um, apparently, uh, our favorite character from the last podcast, Ethan, will be returning in Season 3. In some context. Because uh, he's still alive. N- William Mapother M- 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 was spotted in Hawaii on set. What did you say? It's Mapother. Yeah, I want to say M- Mepother, but Okay, there's no Y in there. Yeah, I know. Mopother. Um, M- okay, there you go. That's Mopother. not how you pre- Yeah, Mapother.
0: Pretend the A is an O.
1: Mapother. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he was uh, he was spotted uh, in Hawaii playing Ethan. So uh, somehow he's going to be in there. I'm thinking a flashback.
0: But yeah, I'll, I'll buy a flashback. I mean, there's lots
1: more going on that we need to know about. Because that's how he appeared in season two.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I don't think he's going to come back alive. So, but anyway, he'll be back. So I don't know. I'll enjoy seeing more on Ethan. Hopefully, um, he's um something. Okay. I agree. I think. Uh all right. So regarding oh, regarding where the others are. Do you mean in regards to? In regards to where the others are? <laughs> uh this this is just like a clue or whatever. It's bigger than a hatch and by hatch they mean a station
0: yeah please but
1: smaller than the island and we'll be seeing this camp a lot this season and it looks nothing like the camp where michael went when he was mm-hmm. captured so uh and it's not a tree house
0: well i think it's
1: underground so uh, uh, by
0: underground i mean
1: underwater Oh you do. Okay.
0: Well, there was all that theory a while ago about underwater hatches and stuff and that's where the cable was coming from and and uh there's some of some of you guys out there might remember there was this whole thing with um one of the next on lost preview things. I think I think I think it was when they showed the shark or something happened underwater. And there's just like there's just like thing in the distance that people think was was a station or some sort of submarine or some sort of weird thing that uh, you couldn't really you couldn't really tell what it was and I, I thought, don't think I don't think huh
1: sorry sorry go ahead
0: I just I don't think they would have built that thing that that far in advance whatever it was even if they did that some sort of underwater facility that the others lived at I don't think they would have had that in season 1 or wherever Yeah happened. right
1: right um, and I thought it was revealed clearly that that was, a that was the camera crew and it was just, a uh, you know, mistake.
0: Oh, I never heard what it ended up being. Like, I saw a blow
1: up of it where it was pretty clear that it was the camera crew. The underwater thing? Um, well, it was a scene with the bow where you saw something in the distance where they were, uh, no, this was like something underwater. Oh, underwater. Okay. Sorry. never mind. Yeah, this was something underwater. <laughs> I'm thinking of something else. Okay, okay. Anyway. Fair enough. You definitely There's the Dharma shark um, that everybody's forgotten about, so it definitely could be the case. Um, okay, so I'll leave you with the exact quote regarding the hatch, um, okay. because it's here, and I didn't remember it was here. The question is, did the hatch really explode? The answer is, in the words of producer Brian Burke, the hatch is gone done we have new sets that have been built on our soundstage so it's a whole new world for you that's what he said so cool i don't know what that means take that however you will i mean i take it to mean they don't have the set for the hatch anymore so it's not going to be there anymore well that doesn't answer the question when the question was the hatch destroyed yeah they they didn't uh did the hatch explode Oh, did it explode? He says the hatch is gone. Didn't quite answer the question, but they never do. Yeah, did. they never do. So, uh. Well, cool. All right.
0: Goodbye, hatch. I was tired of washing clothes anyway. Yeah, oh, weren't we all?
1: Weren't we all? And will the supply drop still occur? I don't know. We'll have to find out. Will they have to hunt boar again? Probably not.
0: Is, are those real answers? Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. My so, answers. the others have. <laughs> So they're not real. So the others' location, bigger than a station, but smaller than the island. Interesting. Interesting. And and they specifically said it's not a treehouse?
1: Yeah. I think it was a a joke,
0: but they did say that. Well, I mean, where could it really be? Why did they say smaller than the island? That must mean it's on the island. I mean... To me, that's what. If someone says that, that must mean it's encompassing the island. Mm. But then, how big is the island anyway? We've we've seen various varying reports. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think I think people use Rousseau's map or something and said it, was, it could be up to like two hundred miles long or something. Mm-hmm. Something crazy. But it can't be because they they've hiked to the north shore. Yeah, the like, yeah, they
1: shouldn't be hiking that far
0: yeah um, okay guys we're gonna hike to the north shore it'll take us about three
1: months um <laughs> yeah uh, take they, plenty they've, of gotten, water. they've gotten really far in really short amounts of time so yeah i i, I if, get the sense from the show that the island isn't that big but yeah i think if it's if it's more than 10
0: or 15 miles long i'll be surprised
1: yeah yeah
0: i agree i mean the city of san francisco is seven miles wide so. oh jeez. Yeah, I mean, you can have a small amount of space seem really huge. So. Oh yeah.
1: Well, if you're on foot, I mean, it's gonna seem really huge. Yeah. Well, that's so, why San Francisco's big. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, that that's uh, that's my spoiler segment. That's uh, weird. I, I'm I'm really enamored
0: by this, bigger than the hatch, but smaller uh, than
1: island. Oh, I have, I have one more thing. Is it is it interesting? <laughs> I think it is. Okay, well. Apparently, one of the others is going to be somebody that Jack saw off the island.
0: Hmm. So. One of the others that, like, we've already seen? I mean, you probably don't know. They don't
1: say. They don't say. So.
0: Well, could be could could be a new other. It seems like it should be a new other because Jack Jack has pretty much seen all the others that we've seen, right? Right. So you think he would have, unless he just held his tongue or he didn't remember, right? Um, I could see Miss Clue or like, I could see one of them being being uh, somebody. Yeah, no, I think. Wait, that's bad though. That's that's crazy. I just thought about how crazy that is.
1: That one of the others was off the island. Well yeah, I know. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like that's a that's a reveal even though you don't know who it is. Wow. That means
0: that that really throws things into question. This show is either about to get really good or like <laughs> really bad. Yeah. They're either about to lose it or take it to a better level. Yeah. Because Cause now they have they're they're, they're putting pieces together that um, you shouldn't mess with. Right. They they've opened the box. They've opened they've opened the box, <laughs> and there is no prize inside, folks. Oh. Only healthy cereal that your mother wants you to eat, even though it's shredded wheat.
1: Oh. At least it's frosted though.
0: And even they have even though half of it's frosted, it doesn't make up for the other half.
1: It also has gelatin. Ooh. What? Frosted mini wheats have gelatin.
0: Well, who what doesn't
1: have gelatin? Vegan boy. <laughs> Sorry. That's not true. He's just saying that. What's not true? I don't want true? people to hate me.
0: Oh, they, they can hate you for other reasons. Yeah. It doesn't okay. matter. Fair enough. All right. Well, I think we're done, uh, unless there's anything else. Oh, oh. So let's. Uh, by now, by the time you guys are listening to this. Uh, you should be uh, ankle-deep in our... Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Ankle-deep. Ankle-deep deep in our, uh, our Lost Lowdown Trivia Contest 2-6 giveaway.
1: Shouldn't they be waist-deep? Ankle-deep isn't very deep. Yeah, but there's not that many questions, so... Okay. They only go up to the ankle. It only goes
0: to the ankle. Okay. Um, so hopefully you guys are are, have, are taking part in that or have sent in your questions... Uh, and so, like we said, you know, we don't, there's only 10 questions up there on the site. Answer those. Email us at lostlowdown@gmail.com. gmail.com. Send us your answers. The first person to do that wins a free copy of the Lost Season 2 DVD set, which I'm sure will be just as good as Season 1 DVD set. Lots of goodies and more bloopers. I love the bloopers. That's my favorite part of any sort of behind-the-scenes stuff, is the bloopers and deleted scenes, so... I love it And so anyway so that's that. Anything else we should mention?
1: I would like to invite um, anyone who hasn't already to come to our website uh, the lost lowdown at blockspot at sorry the lost and to add themselves to our frapper map and to leave some comments.
0: Yes, pin yourself to our FAPR Map, and when you do, leave a little comment, because it helps. Yeah, we like uh, it when people leave comments. Amy and Torrance, thank you for joining. Indeed. It'd be, it'd be great if you left a little comment, like, hey, Torrance California loves Lost Lowdown. I don't know. Yeah,
1: it makes me think that people care. Well, because so they do care. That's why I like it. So, yeah, you please. like everything.
0: Yes, Amy in Torrance, and Janet in Cleveland, and Laura in Chicago, Samantha, and Mullica Hill, of course, Karen, our friend across the pond, oh. and uh, and then that those are the only people on our list so far. So join our list because you know what? There's only seven people, including Justin and I, and it, it's kind of sad.
1: It is quite sad. It's quite a little
0: sad considering we've got about uh, what we call what like 200 hardcore listeners. And then 2,000 potential that receive our podcast in certain different ways. Yeah. So, uh...
1: Some of you, yeah. Please. If you enjoy it. I mean, I guess if you hate it, well, I want to know anyway.
0: If you hate it, let us know and we'll decide not to change it. I think
1: you can still put yourself on your map, even if you hate us.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Actually, yeah, why not? Just I I think I'm going to go on the map and add myself and say I hate us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We like that, actually.
0: You guys podcast way too long. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. You don't use enough Wikipedia.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: We don't. Where's all the theme music and the segment music and the closing music? Oh, (laughs) we don't have
1: anything.
0: We're not big on music, people. Well, in terms of podcasts.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I was listening to some other podcasts, and I- I'm glad that with ours, once you press play, you're in the podcast. You don't have to sit through recaps or theme music or opening music and all that. I mean, that's fine if you like it, but I don't like it, and that's why we don't do it. Um, besides the fact Justin doesn't like it, and uh, yeah, I think it's nice just to get in there, hear the episode, and get out like a stranger in the night. Okay. <laughs>
1: strange way to put it Um, thanks
0: for listening guys Um, we we, will sorry we will will be back uh, with our season one retrospective part five which will be episodes uh, what is it 20 through 24
1: right 21 Uh, 21
0: through 24 through
1: 25 (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to stop listening to you sorry uh it's 21 through 24 okay well if you count yeah if you count the season finale as two episodes which I, do. I count them
0: as two because they count them as two okay so 21 through 24 um which if you're at home counting is the greater good born to run exodus part one and the two-part exodus part two so there we go we'll be back stay
1: tuned And that will be the end of Season 1.
0: And that will be the end of our Season 1 retrospective. And we should not promise to do Season 2 retrospectives, but we will.
1: We certainly want to.
0: We certainly want to, and we will try. So after our next podcast, stay tuned. Hopefully, if we have enough time before Season 3 starts, we will recap all the episodes of Season 2 that we have not podcasted about, which is, uh, what, 20 of them?
1: Yeah, yeah. One through 20, pretty much. One through 20. So, cool.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you and namaste. Namaste and good luck.